0: Some of the content of Patriots Unfiltered may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised.
1: The World's Original Podcast.
0: Welcome to Patriots Unfiltered. Patriots are-
2: well, I wonder how uh, new Raiders partial owner Tom Brady will feel.
3: Uh, is that is that happening, or yes, is that just still? Oh no, I think it was confirmed. Got past the yeah. house. I don't, now I, to the I
4: don't care for that. I don't care for it. <laughs> Robert Kraft, if you're listening, you got to swoop in and. <laughs> stop this and make him part of our team I don't. I don't, but I don't think this, this, this is, cannot right. stand <laughs> this is not this a cannot weird. stand one of evans simulators uh you have a simulator um, no
5: he so he simulates the season for the patriots this is crap like what are you talking this is not gonna happen like this is, why, why are we even giving this a time of day if that's what it's gonna simulate like no oh. no this thing is crap it's crap. Whatever, Evan. I'm gonna do it again. Oh, oh, they did a whole show on it. Him and and, and uh and intern Mike Cadlick. Uh, they did an entire show. And whether, <laughs> I whether and whether they... <laughs> This is another thing that Barth and I always argue about. I'm like, just wait till you get a girl, Alex, alright. <laughs> Dressing Alex. up when she says to dress up, you dress up, dude, alright?
0: This is Patriots Unfiltered.
4: Fueled by Duncan. All right, welcome to Patriots Unfiltered. It is Thursday here at Gillette Stadium, and we didn't expect to be here at this time. I wasn't even supposed to be here. Yeah, we thought we were going to be here, too, after having witnessed our first OTA practice, but Patriots were bad. They made, pinched. They broke the rules again. And, uh, yeah, so that's the big news this morning. Patriots have been docked two OTA practices for violating rules apparently they posted the time of a special teams practice and you're not allowed to do that because it makes
3: it mandatory or something i don't know somebody felt pressured that that sounds (laughs) right the way you just said it yeah i think the fact that it was listed on the schedule yeah made it appear mandatory and not voluntary which seems a little silly to me so you can't have a
2: schedule during OTAs, because that would imply that you have to do well, something. It's just kind of it's kind of a wink,
3: here. wink, nod, nod. Hey, <laughs> you know, sh- you show up say, on the field at two. Hey, right? just yeah. so you guys know, we're going to get together after work today and, and have a, a drink. But I'm not going to send out an email because then there would be a paper trail, right? And we could get in trouble <laughs> right. for yeah, I mean, it kind of seems be no like calendar that. If, that if
4: I, I send an email, it makes you think that you have to be there for the to drink. Go. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I like. Can you just have a header on everything that says? These are all optional, <laughs> right? You know, yeah. a legal
5: disclaimer. It's
3: yeah. kind of like our, you know, like when we thing. write our right. stories. Right. Yeah. So, so we have two less practices. Seven which hours now
4: it. means four hours. Everybody's behind, you. and your preseason prediction now is out the window because now we're behind two practices. <laughs> so, if whatever, how many wins you had, the Patriots, <laughs> you have to take one off because yeah. we're going to be that far behind. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: I'm annoyed. <laughs> same I feel bad I look and I say at the top like it seems like a clerical error and it does seem kind of dumb and and all that but at the same time I just like I don't this is not what I want right now like I I just this team missed the playoffs last year right we know how it's ended uh you know the last couple years but it's just it's not what you want right now and I'm sure that they're pissed about it I mean I'm sure you know not somewhat to losing the practices but just you know for the for what it was and you know maybe more of a miscommunication I don't know but overall just not what they need right now and i'm also frustrated because i wanted to sit out there and watch some football today and here we are yeah. so
3: and we should point out that the um that was mike florio report for pro football talk um he's the one that is
2: yeah i pulled it up here i don't know if came I up with, read the, the w- little... with the
3: wording about the yeah you know, the, the posting of the yeah go ahead mike why don't yeah, you have it
2: i uh, just says per a source with knowledge of the situation it was a meeting violation according to the source an observer from the NFL Players Association, believed that one of the optional early season meetings was a violation because the 15-minute meeting in question, a special team session, was made visible on the internal schedule. In the opinion of the NFLPA, placing the meeting on the formal schedule converted it from optional to mandatory. Yeah, and, so so just so, and
3: just so you know, I want to like the last the last part of that line. The NFLPA deemed it X. Right, so this is not one of the long lines of you know, my God, like they just hate the Patriots. This I want, is the NFL PA. I wonder like, if these we're, are their own players that agree I wonder to all if there's an appeal process.
2: I wonder that too. You know, is it, I mean, can we get them back? But you know, <laughs> but I also wonder: is this a player being a pain in the ass, and is this more signs of the guys being like, I don't want to do it this way anymore? Like that. That I, worries I, me
3: too. I have the same. It could concern be, that but
4: is. the use of the word "observer" versus "rep." would tell you that it's a third party. Yeah. But I don't know. It could be just protecting the player. I mean, know? could it
2: be any mm-hmm. – technically any player in the NFLPA? Could they – I mean, could you technically be that person? Well, already, or I don't
4: it? know. But they have like team reps. You know, they call them the locker room lawyers. You know? Yeah. Sometimes your team rep is a real pain in the ass and
3: sometimes he's not. You know? Uh, so – Yeah. I mean, it's – if. Florio's report is accurate, and I have no reason to believe it's not. Um, it seems silly to me to lose two practices over writing down that a meeting was to happen instead of just telling everybody well, a meeting was going to happen. So, but that even, made it less, even when you less read what mandatory. you read, mm-hmm. they
4: made it visible on the schedule. the schedule. So, what about all the other things on the schedule? They're so just not. Why are ever, they not yeah. mandatory? I'd, I'd like some it's clarification weird. on yeah. that. Of, yeah, do you just show? You have up a schedule.
3: I, so yeah. what? Like yeah, if I it don't. said lift,
2: like you know, yeah. yeah, it says lift on the schedule. I mean, I assume there's guys lifting. Right. I, I don't know. I, I, I mean, I just don't know how it all works. So yeah. it can, it can seem ridiculous from I the outside. I Maybe know. it's not ridiculous, but it is ridiculous. <laughs> it I think it. it's ridiculous. Yeah.
3: Um. But like I said, I, I agree with Mike. And the one concern I would have, and I don't know if it's true, is just if a player, you know, there's seeing this stuff, because that, you know, and it's, I'm not even going to call him a rat. It's just. I'm going to be concerned about it because it would be an example or another illustration that not everybody is on the same page. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's not even – like I'm not blaming anybody. You know, I'm not trying to do the whistleblower thing. Like whatever. If it was something they're not supposed to do when someone had a problem with it, I'm not mad at the person who had a problem with it.
6: Well, but it's, it's just
3: another indication that it's not every – you know, not everybody is on the same page. And if it's a player – If that's what happened. Right. If If
4: it's a player – probably this isn't the first thing he saw. Because the first time you'd be like, oh, okay, maybe you mentioned it to your position coach. Hey, we're not supposed to be doing this. But now... When Keep you, your mouth shut and do what you're When told. you elevate it to this point, it's like, well, you know...
3: Was that Joe Jackson? They're not listening to me.
4: You know? Yeah. Like, I I can't see a player, the first time they see something, elevating it to this level. You know? Yeah. So no, either that's... it's... I I don't know. We, we shouldn't speculate. So anyway, it's, that's... Yeah. yeah.
3: We'll, we'll just... <laughs> Let's just deal with what we know. They lost two OTAs, it, and, and we one lost them, a chance. To and one see of them was today practice. when we were supposed yeah. to be able to watch. Yeah, we,
4: that's to me. I'm looking at it selfishly. We lost our chance to see these guys out there. Yes. We, so now know.
2: it'll be next Wednesday and the following Tuesday, and then minicamp will be the next Monday, Tuesday. Yeah, Wednesday,
3: we, we so.
4: lost the opportunity to say that Malik Cunningham is the next
3: <laughs> best thing to, you know, going. And more importantly, we lost an opportunity to see Evan's head fall, explode <laughs> off his shoulder. <laughs> right.
5: Oh, it, it all—it's exploding over this whole thing. <laughs> Honestly, I, I'm a little fired up about it because I, I got to be honest. I think this is ridiculous. I think this is absolutely ridiculous that the league took away two practices for a meeting being on a schedule right. in the middle of the off season. which it's all voluntary in, in across the league. Right. Being here it's is It's all voluntary. voluntary. So then why can't you have a so, schedule?
3: As long as everybody's right. here. Right. right. And,
5: and it's a 15-minute meeting. This isn't like they sat down for six hours and were combing through film and you had right. to be here for it or something like that. And on top of all of that, what I hate most about it is that this is a judgment call. When you turn on practice footage from OTAs and, and people are tackling people to the ground, there's no judgment call. There's too much contact in the practice, right? This is a judgment call on the NFLPA's part that they believe that this could be perceived as mandatory. Give right. me a break. How Perce- about asking some yeah. players?
4: Did you think it was this mandatory? No. Okay. Perceived you know? as right.
5: mandatory, <laughs> and we're just supposed to take your word for that? That they, you know, uh, terrible, terrible, terrible I, think, terrible. I think
3: all of these things are terrible. either either allow OTAs and they're a thing and they're voluntary, or don't. Right. Like. I think it's ridiculous that Dallas and Baltimore—just uh, a couple that pop off the top of my head—have lost some of these practices in the past. I think Seattle too. Yeah. like Seattle to, lost a draft To, to, Evan, to Evan's yeah. point, like, I've been at a million of these spring practices. There are guys getting knocked off the, uh, off their feet all the time. Like, what was Baltimore doing that was any worse than what Cincinnati was doing? Like, I, I don't know. Like, either allow it or don't allow it. Yeah. I mean, they're not in pads. You can't be in pads. So right. I get that. But otherwise, if you're in shorts and T-shirts, that, yeah, yeah, just let them have at it. At least
4: if,
5: if, if there's contact, if it happens at practice and there's contact or they're doing something that it goes over the line in terms of Oklahoma what spring drill. practices are meant to be. Oklahoma drills, sure. <laughs> in shorts and Then that's one thing. This is a, a, it's a clerical error. <laughs> and, and they took away mm-hmm. two practices because of the perception of, that a meeting could be mandatory, and i I, I was talking to Deuce about this earlier. It, it was like when you were you know playing sports growing up, and they had captain's practices, and you were invited to captain 's practices. were they mandatory? No, no, if you wanted to be on the team and be a, and contribute to the team, right. you got your butt to captain 's practices, even if it was like in the middle of the summer or it was uh, you know and I played lacrosse it, it, they were in like January and February well before the season started. You went to captain's practices. That's what you did. This is what OTAs is. It, it, that, and that's what these te- types of things are. And so, yeah, if you're you know, uh, a special teamer or a depth guy that's trying to fight for a 53-man roster spot, you're going to be here. If you're Tom Brady... Maybe you're not here all the time like that. That's that's how these things go. And I I just think it's ridiculous. I just
2: I just thought it was interesting. And I know that all the other violations were mostly contact, but but there were a lot of fines going. I I wrote them down of, you know, Dallas two years in a row, 100K for the coach, Um, you know, two years ago, 50K to the coach, 100K to the organization, San Francisco, 50K to the coach, 100K. For what? For contact, contact at yeah. OTA, so I, that that was what was initially just interesting to me was there wasn't an immediate report of fine like that they just lost a yeah, practice. I wonder I, if there I'd is ex- a fine. I'd expect that to be yeah, a fine. That's I, what my it, guess
7: is yeah. it,
3: it's like on paper, like you you get docked an OTA and that leads to X fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my, so that would be my like guess, and we probably won't know about it because they'll bury that. Yeah. I mean I would, based on what
2: it is though I would I think they'd expect at least a 50k to, to BB and 100k to the organization I would think. I mean that's what the kind of going rate is if you screw yeah, something and up Yeah an but I could
3: also see it being less for a cl- you know uh, you know something on a schedule as opposed to yeah. contact. Right. Like and, but right. some right. of these Do teams only the, lost one OT. Only lost one. Remember the safety a couple of years ago um, I think his name was Rashard Baker. No. We used to call the Indian. I used to call him Rashad Baker, the touchdown maker. On the Patriots? Uh, yeah, he, he he never made the team. God, I don't know. but he was in one of these spring camps. He got me. And he was laying dudes out everywhere. <laughs> I mean, he just every every guy that caught a pass ended up on the ground, tackled. No pads. Yeah. nothing. Rodney, you know, Harrison. and for all I know, it was even before the most recent, like. You know me. Like for it could have been like, oh, <laughs> nine. <laughs> right. Yeah, that, that You're talking about it like yesterday. I'm like, well, that's no, I, yeah. Yeah. I don't know when it was, but he was, I remember Fred, we were talking about him. And we also had. And we were the, like, I don't know what constitutes contact at practice, but we that's also, it. We also had the offensive lineman who. Uh, they complained. Yeah. Yeah. One yeah, year. Yeah. I do remember that, too. Yeah. I, I forget which one complained, but.
4: And I think he was married to somebody internally for a little bit, and they got divorced. Cool.
3: Okay. So yeah. thanks, player
7: yeah. <laughs> okay.
3: Yeah. Now I know who you're talking about at least. <laughs> right? Yeah. I don't know if you I don't know if that's it, but I think that was it. That'll explain yeah. his short tenure as
7: a patriot.
4: Yeah. All right. Eight five five Pats five hundred is the Ace Ticket Hotline. Webradio at Patriots.com dot com is the email address. Deuce, you got something to say? Well we got a report of another signing. Uh my favorite Anthony First. <laughs> One of my favorite names in the whole NFL to say.
2: You can say without opening your mouth. First. Yeah, sure. tight end. Uh, little, yeah, a little uh, – I can't do that. thought Evan and I were on the same page of yeah. – um, a little bit. He's played H-back a little bit, a little fullback. He's done some of that stuff. So, I don't know. He could have a chance. I mean, there's just no experience behind those ta- – Gesicki and uh, and Hunter Henry. Although, you know, Scotty Washington, Sokol. Like, I think they played nine
4: games combined. So, I mean, he's he's played some games.
2: Most notably he's scored a touchdown. He's an NFL
4: player. Do you think yeah. – um, just an opportunity signing, or do you think mm, maybe he can help us? I, I think he's
2: kind of unique. I mean, at least of what they have, and I don't think they have great experience and depth at tight end. I mean, it's. Uh, I think things get pretty thin if you lose Hunter Henry, which I mean, he hasn't you know been the most uh, you know healthy guy over the last you know over the course of his career. But I don't know. I think just a good solid yeah. depth signing. They nothing, needed, nothing crazy. They but,
3: needed another tight end, but I somebody who can
2: go out there and play it and an, an NFL. Wh- where level. are we in terms of numbers on the? Roster? They'll have to get rid of somebody because I mean, until D Max.
5: That'll be two and yeah. one. So, that, so once that's that gets, up.
2: then but so they'll probably have to release somebody today. I would guess yeah. to, to yeah. make that move official. Now, yeah, do you yeah.
3: think it'll be? You know, I love playing that. Who will get released? Game. It, will it be someone of? Somewhat significance like the last one with no it'll, y- be, y- y- the I mean, j- it'll be the guy who reported the schedule thing. <laughs> Fred, <laughs> Fred Matthew, just brings it full circle. Matthew Slater.
4: Um, yeah, we're not supposed to be doing um, this here. Slate's probably the one that posted it. <laughs> Chris
3: <laughs> Chris Board. Um Bill <laughs> would like to see you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's the greatest
2: pl- You can't find he said you can't find a weakness in the player. I guess we found the weak no, I'm just kidding. That's not we don't know for sure. <laughs> I,
5: I would have some choice words for the whistleblower. So, this guy, not afraid. I'm Careful. Not afraid to violate the you can't have
3: retaliation. I'm feeling no pressured. I'm
4: feeling like I did have you, to be did there. You
3: did, you did you do your rage training? training? Did, did, am a I baby. the only
2: one that did the course? Yeah, <laughs> right. What a baby. What, <laughs> what a baby? <laughs> I'm doing the baby voice.
3: Yeah. yeah. I, I, oh, I you poor home. thing. You I'm had to go to a
5: 15 minute meeting. And
3: they like If that's if there was any element of that, I would agree with Evan and Mike. I think that's troubling. Yeah, Especially I'm. Like I'm, like I'm hopeful a it's a review. A I ho- I'm
2: hopeful it's an NFLPA review, like Fred said. Of and they had to the show the documentation.
7: the, screen, and,
3: someone saw the and someone's like, "What
7: is? this? Well, they have
4: those screens in the locker room because that that has, Well, if yeah. they're looking at the schedule, right? But, but what is on there physical, that's okay?
3: Not, I don't think there's a person that comes to every. Place. they just they watch video of they stuff. do little audits that's just what i don't get though if it
2: is like they are reviewing the schedule then what's on the schedule like a like a 15 minute special teams that's a violation like what could be on the schedule it, then that's not but a violation. it's on the
4: schedule of an optional day <laughs> like, does
8: that so have to the whole, that's my point the, here, whole well, yeah. right. <laughs> the whole day is optional
5: right
7: <laughs> <Your very laughs> the whole thing
5: optional. is <laughs> optional your very thing in foxborough is <laughs> optional <laughs> so like
8: you know
4: How
7: did uh,
5: the whole
4: thing become optional?
5: Right. <laughs> like, Stefan Diggs is not at Bill's OTAs. Wow. He's not there. Right. Because it's optional.
4: The only thing <laughs> I can <I> think <laughs> of is maybe the special teams meeting was on a day that wasn't a scheduled OTA. I, I don't know. I don't know. Because how can
2: anything be on the schedule? Like, this, right. It says eat lunch. I, I feel pressured. I don't they want to eat lunch like, then. Like,
5: in parentheses next to every single thing on the. <coughs> optional. Optional. <laughs> optional, lunch, optional. Optional. Bathroom, lunch. Bathroom only, if you, only if you want to eat today. Right. Optional. <laughs>
4: Oh boy. All right. Well, but the fun don't stop. Yeah. Um otherwise uh I know your guy yesterday was on a rant about Aaron Rodgers. I don't know. Who I, yeah, he I strained is. his yeah. calf. And uh, uh, he's okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's Felger a, yeah. oh, Felger, oh. Felger are yeah. Yeah. hates. Felger? We talking?
5: He hates Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. At optional OTAs. Yeah. I didn't that's what um, makes it worse. I didn't hear him. But it was
4: so funny. It it, it yeah. is funny. It is like classic Aaron Rodgers though in explaining what happened. He kind of threw his trainers under the bus. Yeah, they had us doing this thing on a ball, you know, and I heard it while I was, you know, it's like the thing you made me do hurt me. Right. You, you, know? right. you you made me Not work. that I haven't been like just doing nothing all off season and you know. You made me work. Yeah. That's what did right. it. Oh, uh, so that anyway, that's hopefully what the odds Hopefully are? that continues for the Jets. If you had what to
3: odds? place odds for it working or not working. And like when I say working, I'm not saying he w- they win the Super Bowl. It works. It they It works. Win. I, I would say you know, it they, works. they win games. They're a winning, they have a winning record and they're in the playo- either in the playoffs or in playoff contention. Th- it works. That, then, then it worked. It worked. What yeah. do you think the it, odds are?
4: Uh, I'd say. I think it works. I'd say 8
3: to 1 it works. I say 50 50. I mean. I could see it going either way.
4: I'm close on it, but
2: I think it will. I just, I, I, I got to be honest, I had a lot of respect for the team that they put together oh, before I do they
3: added them. I, don't, know? And I so, don't necessarily have well, oh, but see, here's as the, much for the quarterback yeah, who I should have a, a tremendous off. amount but of respect here, here's for yeah. the thing based on it. his skill set. They yeah. have
4: enough talent where all he has to be is good. Yeah. And they're a hell of a lot better than they were last year. That is true. There's no
2: real excuse for him, That's all he has to do. I mean, he's got young guys, he doesn't talent. have to be. has got his old guys. if he played like
3: Mac Jones did his rookie year. Which to me would be a colossal disappointment for Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, but if he played just that well, they should win nine or ten. Right, right, I mean, with Brees Hall it's coming, that's
4: coming back. You know, the, like, the, the, what they need out of him isn't prime Aaron Rodgers. They just need him to be good and competent, and they'll be a hell of a lot better get, than. You they get they any did. odds? You know, you know that's
5: why. I, in?
3: That's why I think it's gonna. I work. I think it fails
5: miserably. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> so, well, I hope you're right. I know. <laughs> See, I like to scratch
3: under the surface. I can tell when he's quiet. But why?
5: Why? Because I think it will work great. For the first month of the season Then I truly think That he's Kind of washed and and I I think that The whole operation that they have running Over there on offense is Shaky at best From a coaching standpoint I mean they they got Nathaniel Hackett running their offense And something tells me that that's going to the league will figure out what they did in the first month of the season and I, I don't know if they're gonna have a plan B.
4: Maybe. I uh, I just think they gotta I am not
5: saying they're gonna be a disaster, like they're gonna go six yeah. and eleven or something like that, but I, I think relative to expectations it it, it ends up being a yeah.
4: failure. I think now if you ask me what are the odds that he gets injured or it then I think that's higher than normal. Because the
5: second that he feels like it's not going well, yeah, that's it, yeah, because he's, he's one of those guys that just he quits, he quits, like the second that it's not perfect, he's gonna be like, especially, nope,
2: especially I'm out. With the media in New York yeah. throwing gas on those flames, and yeah. they can't wait to make
4: that happen, right, you know? yeah, all right, um, and then I guess we have to mention good luck to the Celtics tonight, yeah, that's huge, don't let them get too, don't let them get too. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's sure so funny how people have boots. turned, though. They went from these
3: dogs to, oh, they're going to do it. <laughs> <I> <laughs> they're, they're, they're gonna, I'm just going to let you know. They're going to win four in a gonna row. Def- I'm going to defend <laughs> a lot of Celtics fans here. There wasn't a lot of changing. I, I can't tell you how many people on my Twitter feed I don't know. They're, they're the better team. They can win four in a row. They're the better team. After that three, after that game three yes.
4: performance, I don't know who was on his Twitter oh, feed. I don't know. Like, he always has, like, people that <laughs> say I on was already doing the obituary <laughs> after <laughs> game oh, three. Oh, everything. I, I am too, but <laughs> I don't know who. that's because yeah. you
3: have a rational bone <laughs> in your body. But yeah. I'll tell you who's on my feed, and I've I've talked to you about this before, and you guys haven't really seemed to be able to figure this out. I don't know where all these people came from. I don't know who they are, and I don't that's know. That's welcome I, to
5: the new Twitter algorithm. I don't
3: know. This is not new. This yeah. is not an <laughs> this Elon is Musk. The <laughs> algorithm. No, Mike knows a lot of the same <laughs> it's people. Made out of straw. Yeah. No, that, that's you mentioned no. one of them that I do no. not follow. Who is on my timeline? And you, you took a rocket shot at him Tuesday. Oh, the intern. Oh. <laughs> uh, I I don't know how he got. He's one of them. Yeah. That Dan Kelly guy is oh, one of them. Yeah. Oh. I don't know how these people got a, get on my yeah, my, my, my timeline. I don't know who they are. And I'm not trying to make uh, fun of anybody. I, I, don't, know, I just don't know how I got ma- these perpetual pom-pom waivers on my timeline that I don't follow. But yeah. But the majority of people after that said it's over. It's over. It's not over. Patriots I, fans. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I I mean don't, Celtics fans. I think it's like 50-50. Not, no, I think there's a lot of don't people don't who think that they, they're so much better. Oh, now? Don't now let they, them win tonight. Now they now they should just blow the whole team up. This is a layup tonight. Don't let them win tonight. Why do
4: you think it's a layup? Yeah, if
3: they're as good as you say that they're if, if they're a nine point favorite in a game tonight I hate and the, they that. Lo- the Vegas line. Like they're gonna lose basketball. again at
4: home? I know, but the Vegas line's been wrong all the way series. through. It's been wrong. Everybody's been wrong. You know? They're not looking at what's going on. I don't think this is a layup tonight. Are you kidding me? This
5: is not I, a series I, until they win. I, I the other
3: team's missing like their third best player and you're at home and you can't win that game. Oh. I'd get rid of all of them. I, I keep Tatum and get rid of everybody else. Well, if they lose this game tonight,
4: yeah, I, I'm emotional like that. You know yeah, how I can. Oh, I I, okay. I think that you you have to make severe moves even if they win. You
3: know, even if they, they had win. a 97 they win chance series? to win this series. What are you going to do if now? They, they're going to win this series. The everybody's going to make it out to be a miracle. So I, I'm waiting I, for this. I
5: just don't let them win tonight. Well, they're they, going to win tonight. If they win tonight. I, I'm not calling it a series at three-one. I'm not calling they—they they, they avoided the embarrassment of getting swept. Good for you, but this team. I know for a fact that they could easily look at it and say, "Well, at least we didn't get swept, right?" <laughs> like you know,
3: it, it's, I rule nothing out. You're it, right. It, I rule nothing it, out with them. Uh, at
5: least you know that thirty-point blowout in Game Three was. They didn't want to go down like that. Good for them. They won Game Four, but I could definitely see the Celtics coming out tonight and being like, "Well, we just really didn't want to like get embarrassed and, and get I swept think in the Miami's series." Taking the game yeah. off, but regardless, I think this guy
3: would play if, if they if they needed. Their them. plane was delayed too. Yeah, yeah but know, if
5: the want. Celtics win tonight. Now, now we're cooking with gas. Now it's a real series because Miami Game Six. That's you don't want to play Game Seven in the Garden. Like the Celtics, they play don't play great at home to begin with. But Game Seven at the Garden with this core have been blowouts. I mean, Milwaukee Game Seven last year, Philly Game Seven this year. We're talking like twenty-five point massacres. By the Celtics in, in home game sevens in their history together. So right. don't I think let them they'd win have they
3: as good me. a shot of losing game seven as they would game six. I think they're so mentally weak, it's ridiculous. The things
4: that we've seen
3: during the I think playoffs that's unfair.
4: are things that we saw during the season when they play better teams,
3: right? No? I, no. I don't know. It has Turn, nothing to do with the, the turnovers. It has the nothing to do with the caliber the of the team. So it's all about them.
7: Well,
4: I agree.
3: Which isn't all that great, They're, by the way. <laughs> There's only like ten teams in the league. I think charged. the one, the one thing
5: that the, have the Celtics have going for them. about coming back in this series is that a lot of the Heat role players, not Jimmy Butler, not Bam Adebayo, a lot of the Heat role players have been shooting out of their mind from three in the playoffs. And if they finally come back to normal and some of those guys regress – That's why you won game four. Right. And if that continues, if the – you know, Gabe Vincent's not playing tonight, if the the Strausses, if the Caleb Martins, if the Kyle Lowry's, the Kevin Loves, if those guys all of a sudden start chucking up a bunch of bricks – then, oh, yeah, then then, but, then all yeah. of a sudden, but the you're Celtics back into still the Celtics
4: yeah. still have to put the defensive effort in that they put in. Yeah, it's last game. To, I, I'm with
3: Evan. This is it's shots. No, but they, they because the whole they, the had, whole, they, had they smart played, they played smart, so much better defense. Grant Williams, Derek White, and Al Horford made 18 threes the other day. Oh, for the yeah. Celtics. Caleb Martin, they all missed. Uh, Gabe yeah. Vincent, Max Struss, and um, what's the Williams kid? Uh, Duncan Robinson. Yeah. Combined for four. No, no, but I. That's but the I, difference in the game. But it has I, nothing to it's do been with the defense. Difference I, in the difference Those guys are wide open. It's been and the they've been missing the all game. I think the Al Horford hasn't had a guy near him on a three pointer yeah. all series. I, right. Last game he decided because to make same with the, Grant Williams. The Celtics the Heat played much better or, or, defense last game. They're, but, they're, but they're it trapping Jason Tatum.
4: How many trips down the floor? I think there were like six consecutive trips Celtics down the podcast, floor no. where Miami went and didn't score. And it was because so they turned game. the ball over. And it wasn't because they were f- taking outside shots and missing no, them. No,
3: they were turning the ball over. No, no, they yes, weren't. That, they were the missing. The 18-0 run was all, they all were, turnovers. They were going in, and it was a contested
4: shot down low, and they were missing. Mm-hmm. Patriots were getting uh, – Patriots, mm-hmm. I keep saying the Patriots. Mm-hmm. The Celtics were so getting the happens. rebound, and at that time, the Celtics weren't hitting either. But there were like six consecutive trips – where it was contested shot down low, the they Celtics missed, were hitting. and the Celtics got Celtics got the They rebound.
3: went on an 18-0 run in the third quarter. I, yeah, eventually, they broke it open, all, all off,
4: but I'm all talk, off of turnovers. I'm talking by about when enemies. it was still tight. It, they weren't turnovers. That's when ball. it was
3: tight. They will. The Celtics were losing at the time of that 18-0 run. Yeah, I, I by Cel- nine. The I, Celtics yeah. played much better defense. The, the, wow, the sure, the great. The heat, if that makes you feel better, off. great. It's heat. all about being wide open and making a shot. The Celtics made them eighteen of them that the heat made for them. I'm not talking about Jason Tatum and Jimmy Butler. Those guys get defended. Max Truech doesn't get defended. It's all about whether or not he makes the shot. Marcus Smart doesn't get defended. It's all about whether he makes it or not. The first 3 games, the Celtics missed all of those. Yep. And the Heat made them all.
5: Yeah, this the, the 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 Heat's whole offense is the defense reacting to Jimmy Butler with the with the ball. Right, so either he's going to score on his own, or he's going to kick the ball out because the whole defense is collapse on him in the paint. When that defense collapses, Struess, Duncan, like all these guys have been just draining threes all playoff long. They they've been shooting like forty six percent from three in the playoffs, and they were thirty, I think thirty three or thirty four percent regular season shooting team and they shot 25 the other night. So if they regress back to what they were in the regular season for three more games, the Celtics will win the Celtics will win the series. But if they continue to be hot, then they won't. And ending not having Gabe Vincent tonight is huge because he's one of those drive and kick guys. You know, he, he's a, a a spot-up shooter that they really have relied on so we'll see but I, I really think that the, the Celtics win tonight is, it, it's not a series yet don't tell me that that it's that they are in it they're not in it it's three to one nobody's ever come back you make it three to two that then it becomes a little bit different I think also with the psyche of the Celtics you can let's take the other two games out of it for a second that they want to get to three two they've come back from three two so if you if you lock into the fact that oh we just have to win game six and seven well we did that against Milwaukee we did that against Philly this year it's 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 possible and now it's a Celtics podcast uh, I love and, it I don't Rick it. in
4: Kentucky says no disrespect to the Celtics but please wake me up when you start talking about the Patriots thank you oh
2: boy thank you yeah I mean, it is you know, we, we, it is May Sorry. I, I, it is
4: May and it is Boston and we, you know I mean and they are playing tonight so yeah. and we had our practice yeah. canceled so, so what are we, forgive we're mad. us yeah. you know. Otherwise, we'd be all over the Patriots yeah. today, you know, with like real actual. It's not our I fault. Can't, I
5: can't do it with the Celtics. I just I can't get my hopes up because then I'll, I'll, I'll they they won't do it and I'll get crushed. So I, I'm just.
2: So not. you're 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 just gonna tip your toe, dip your toe in the water tonight slowly. I, I get what he's.
7: It,
5: I get
3: his rationale.
7: They, well, the other I, night I really think they win tonight.
5: The other night, Jess looked at me and she was like, "Are you okay?" And I was like, "Yeah, why?" And she's like. Like, they're winning, and you're not excited. Like, what's going on with you? And I was like, I'm not doing it. I'm not <laughs> allowing myself to get my hopes up. I'm not going to do this. You know, it, it was game three 19-8 uh, redux? Maybe. Maybe it was. Maybe it was, but uh, I'm not getting my hopes up. And
3: to Fred's point, I, I feel very strongly that the Celtics will win tonight, but I felt probably even stronger that they would win game two. Right. And they didn't. You know. Now, here's why I don't think they can win four in a row. All the shooting stuff aside – The Celtics only have one way to win, and that is to be up by double digits or, you know, preferably closer to 20 (laughs) when you hit the five-minute mark. (laughs) If one of the last three games is close, they will lose it. That's sad. So it's hard to me to envision them blowing them out four times in a row. Yeah. And that's what they need to do because the the Heat have proven if it's close, they'll win it. Hmm. That's fair. All right, eight
4: five five PATS five hundred is the Ace Ticket Hotline. Webradio at Patriots.com is the email address. I mean, if you want to talk Celtics, you can. But, hey, um, how about uh, how about a little respect to the Panthers for all our
2: Panthers? No, stop it. Don't Oof. talk. I Snuppin. swept the Hurricanes. No, but you got to no. give them respects. No. Uh, no. Oh, oh my God. You
4: know what? You know what we saw. The Stanley Cup Final was the first. Yeah, right, pretty much. Stanley Cup. Well,
5: that was definitely Panthers. the Eastern oh, Conference. That was God. it.
4: That was the. That was the Stanley Cup.
2: They were up three to one. I mean, Marchand. Even in the game seven, Marchand. Why, I mean, why? They, why know, are you doing this? I mean, it's why? It, it,
3: it, like, I, I did. You guys hear yeah. any of uh, Rod Brindamore? Like, he's oh, Carolina coach I, yeah. sounded yeah. pretty. Depressed. What I know <laughs> exactly what he's talking about. We, 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 we I know we exactly what he's swept. talking about. We didn't get sweat. Yeah, like, does he take it to the theater of the absurd? Yes, it was a little Andy like, you know, where he goes way too far, but. I mean, they basically lost three overtime games, yeah. I and mean, you're going to kill them for, like, a no-show in the fi- – like, yeah. all of those games could have gone either way. Yeah, Kachuk, man. He's, he's something. Oof. He's on a roll. He is. He's, he's on a it's, tear. It's, it's going to go
7: down as one of
3: the <laughs> flukiest things that you've ever seen. Just what? What do you mean? Florida that, that one team wins every time in that spot. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. I just uh, – I
5: have no – the hockey playoffs in general, I have no time for. I haven't watched a single minute second – of the hockey playoffs since the Bruins got knocked they're out, they were eleven not, and not one. even oh, I a millisecond. I haven't right? either
3: since, since being down three one to yeah. the Bruins, they were eleven and I, one. I got to admit, I haven't watched any in NBA. Every game. Other than the Celtics. Pretty <laughs> much every game yeah. could have yeah. gone either yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. Kachuk just
4: keeps getting them bailing them out. All right, uh, let's get to the phones. Chris with a T I A N is on the line. What's up, Christian?
9: No, man, it's not Christian. With the I-A. oh, it's Christian it's in L A. Sorry, LA. that's my bad. Wrong. That's the other Christian cool,
4: too. Yeah, hey, that's my bad.
9: He's,
3: he's not as, it, as cool like as you. That. This is just Christian Christian. He's not as cool as you.
9: Yeah. <laughs> hey, so um, two, two comments. One is a question, actually. One is a comment. I, I'm hot and cold on what the league is doing um, with the, the punt uh, re- returning and even the kickoff stuff. Uh, with the draft capital that we spent uh, I'm sorry?
4: Nobody said anything. No, keep going. Yep. Oh, okay. It's just the voice oh, I'm going to be
9: echoing. With the draft capital that we spent on guys that are going to be potentially only special team players, uh, question number one is, do you see? Uh, do you guys see us sort of flipping the roster to free up some more spots for other positions now that the special teams guys aren't going to be that important or just stashing those guys for next year in case this one-year try it doesn't work out? That's my first question. And then my second question is, if uh, Bute and Douglas, come on and, and camp, as it seems like we're sort of predicting they might. Which one of the veterans do you see as being more expendable, Kendrick Bourne or Devonte Parker? Thanks, guys, I'm always great to talk to you. All right, thanks.
4: Oh, first, uh, the special teams I thing. I don't see a
2: lot of change. I mean, I know that the bottom two guys are special teams guys, but I mean, they also, they don't really have any undrafted rookies this year. Usually you get like 10 undrafted rookies, so some of those late-round guys in the draft, I see them just as
4: kind of UDFAs yeah. anyway, So, so let me ask, we're just talking about kickoff. Let, me, let you know? me ask you a question. On the kickoff, do you like if it's a short kickoff do you see a lot of guys fair catching Well yeah. I, I mean, even if you get it at the 25 on, like if depends you're at the, the return like at is, the, the 20
2: like you're waving it and you're
4: well, already no, at the 25 Well no not the, the 20, 20 like, is a little like uh, bit like how yeah, short. It, I'm talking it, about like it, inside, inside the 5 10. yard line yeah. Yeah. 5 yard yeah.
3: line yeah. I would fair catch You would yeah, unless it's like a line drive right at you. You tell your guys to fair catch? No, I would tell them to judge the ball like I do a punt, just right. like Evan said last week.
5: And and that and from that, see that's why I push back on the notion of like I don't special think a teams lot has changed. Right, exactly, because you still have to defend the kickoff. Like they can still return it. So in theory, you still have to defend the kickoff. So you still have to put 11 guys out there that can make a tackle. So even though we can have a larger conversation about the value of special teams in general, and if that's the talk you want to have, then fine. But I don't think that this rule changes the philosophy of special teams being important to Bill Belichick because you're still kicking off and the ball is still going into a returner's hand and the the chance that he returns it is still high. like, like,
3: Like the two ones against the Bills. Yeah. You, you, neither one of them went into the end zone, so now you're saying that they're going to fair catch those. I don't think so. Not if you're kicking low line drives. Now, if you can hang it up high, and he's catching it at the five yard then he's going to fair catch it every time. But I don't think it's going to. I don't think it's going to be a huge difference no. in terms of roster construction. I, I think right. that you know someone in the mailbag this week asked a question. It's a good question, you know, about guys that just return. You know, maybe. Uh, What's the Liberty guy. DeMario, DeMario Doug- Douglas, Douglas DeMario. right? DeMario. Yeah. I always want to call him Davis for the linebacker from the Saints. Oh, don't confuse um, me. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, there was talent. a <laughs> – Yeah, I should, I should know better. At the Shrine Bowl,
5: there was a Dallas Daniels and a DeMario Douglas, yeah. and they both played slot receiver on yeah, the Patriots see, team. I, so. can't do, I can't do any
3: of that. I'm, <laughs> I, a lot I, of Ds. I, yeah. But, it, you know, let's say that he has, like, this dynamic return ability and he doesn't really have any other special teams – Attributes. I I have no idea what he's going to do, but and he's not showing, you know, any any promise for the slot. I don't think a guy like that is going to win a roster spot. I didn't think a guy like that would win a roster spot ten years ago. I don't think Bill values it enough that that's the only thing he does. Like even Cordero Patterson, who was one of the best returners in the league, he found a way to incorporate in the offense. Yeah, and if he doesn't do that with Douglas. I don't think he'll stay. I think you're totally right, Paul. And I think, like, just look at, like, a couple years ago when it seemed like... I'll
2: just put Bolden back there. Like, you know, like, they didn't have a guy, and they're like... How many times? Like, yeah, Blunt
4: used to do it. Yeah. So, on his other question, if, you know, Bute or the other guy... You know, make a spot. Who's expendable?
2: I mean, I guess we could say Bourne. I just don't know if they're in a position to, to toss yeah. either one of those guys. Like, you don't – you struggled so much last year. Right. How, do you really think, like, these two rookies, they look pretty good in the preseason and now you're just going to get rid of Devontae Parker? Like, I don't know. It's a lot. I mean, I, think I, I guess it could be a number be one. I would say it would be Bourne, but I also just – they don't have a lot. Like, I just nope. – you know, where you can be like, all right, we're all set now. Get rid of Kendrick Bourne. Like, I still think he's a good player that, that could contribute, so – I don't know. It'd be it'd be a, an interesting problem to have. I'd love to just have one of those guys step up, but I don't know. I'd, I'd be surprised if they if they jettison those guys.
5: Yeah, I get by the sheer numbers of it. You, carrying six receivers is a little bit out of character for them, so somebody has to go if those two rookies pop. But I wouldn't rule out carrying six receivers.
2: Because if, you, well, if you're if you talking about Ferkser or Kendrick
5: Bourne... Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, there's just... There's ways to do it, especially if you uh, consider some of the players that I think are... Guys that could get to the practice squad and then be elevated yeah, sure. uh, for games and things like like uh, you know they did that with Miles Bryant a few years ago like is anybody no offense like really picking up Miles Bryant or running to the well, waiver and wire it could to come pick down, him down up? to things
3: like that too with the offensive lineman and yeah. you know they're going to have offensive linemen on your practice squad every team does right right and especially now with the 16 guys um, you know do you think you can get those guys more readily to the practice squad than you can because it might you know you might look at it and say well those are fourth and fourth round picks higher than sixth round picks but you know especially booty is a higher profile kind of guy than the offensive lineman so and I know that sounds silly like I you know. think they get yeah I think yeah. sometimes they get fooled and they remember that guy from LSU who had 300 yards in that game as a freshman and was considered a second round pick at worst yeah. Um. You know, and first-round pick in, in some circles, they remember that. Yeah. and They know that talent is there. Whereas some of the linemen, you know, like, yeah, he's good. Solid. Yeah. yeah. Jake Andrews. He's he's gonna he, he's gonna have a career in the league. You
2: know, maybe. Yeah. And don't you feel like most teams right now have kind of those offensive linemen in their yes. building right now? Yes. Like you probably got some in the draft or undrafted rookies. Like, and as much as those guys are fourth-round picks, early day three picks, it's still I, I, it's hard to see Jake Andrews. Is, he's not making it through. Like, I, I think somebody like that probably could. Yeah.
7: yeah.
4: All right, uh, let's go to um, Todd, North Carolina. Hey, Todd.
10: Hey, good afternoon, guys. I just thought I'd give you guys a bit of a heads up. Andy was uh, hinting that he would like to come back at the end of his uh, podcast. Plus, I got two questions.
4: Would like to come back at the end of his podcast?
10: No, at the end of his podcast this week, oh. Six Rings and Football Things. He with punctuation. He wants to come back to see you guys. And, you know, if you can give him a raise, he definitely wants to <laughs> yeah.
3: be there. Well, yeah,
4: I, well, I
2: just, think Andy's agent calling in. I'd like to say the, the interest I think is mutual. You, you
4: get two shots, and that's it.
7: Two.
10: <laughs> <I mean, laughs> yeah. You know. So, I've got two quick little questions to go along with the, the goofy comment. Um, the practice squad, when is it set? Is it set right when you break, get down to that 53 man roster, or does it get like the last?
2: No, you got to resign those guys like the next day. Yeah, so you they all become free agents. Everybody's a free yeah. agent, then you got to uh, get into okay. your practice squad. But
5: it's always a fluid situation. Absolutely. Mm-hmm.
10: Okay. I
7: like that.
10: Yeah. And the that other crazy. question is what about an drafting tight ends? Other than Gronk, I really haven't thought of any other tight end that they really drafted and you know, stuck with the team in the last
2: fifteen years. Ben Watson, mm-hmm. Dan Graham, or oh, that was a couple. He's talking about that's last before fifteen years.
7: The um, last, 15, 15. Years. Does, does, yeah. Does
3: the other one count? Yeah, Hernandez counts. Well, uh,
7: was
10: he a tight end or was he more yeah, of yeah, a? Yeah, he, was. he was a tight end. Um, okay, two hundred and forty-five yeah. pounds. Yeah, but it just—it just seems to me that we haven't. Well, they haven't, they haven't really reached. Reach, they
4: haven't gone high for a tight end in a while. No, you they know. yeah, they haven't. Looked well, for they did in that take area. two
3: third-round picks, right? <laughs> yeah, thanks, Paul. Ke- Keenan Osiasi were both third-round. Yeah, that's true. They were
5: that was a, but that draft, I have to go back and and fact check it exactly. But they hadn't drafted a tight end in like ages. Because they had Gronk, so like what you know, yeah. what what was the like point? Right, who it was you know like they signed a guy like Martellus Bennett or Scott Chandler or whoever to just be tight end too. But what was the point in wasting a top fifty pick on a tight end when you had the greatest tight end of all time on your roster? Well, I would say so they it went, wouldn't have been wasting it if they problem. did in
2: like twenty eighteen when he was starting to wind down and like he right. So Th- those were there, those but.
5: were some of the second guesses, I guess, late in his career. But there was like a four or five year period where they just. Like, uh, Avoided it, you know, ignored it because yeah. why? No one's going to come in here and play.
4: Can't so believe they ignored it this year. Yeah, Asi, Asi and Keen were interesting. You know, it's boy, they never they, they never materialized, No, but I would say you know, investing a third round pick. Yeah, you you, know, you that, expect. Yeah. I mean, those are something. third round picks.
3: Yeah, what? Thanks, Todd. Four years ago now. Something. Yeah, you yeah. got nothing. You expect you to have at least of one of those guys on your roster. Yeah. four years later. Devin Asiasi
5: Asi, like. Could have been on the roster, he, no. But, but I mean, not, as a player, yeah. yeah I mean, like he's, he's he on a roster now, Cincinnati, but he's not right? doing
3: anything for Cincinnati either.
2: Right. I mean, Keen was always hurt, but I mean, just Asi Asi was another one of those guys. That never saw him do doing. He's a Ronnie Perkins, you know. Like I mean, I know he played a few games, but never saw him do anything in Asi practice. Asi Asi was, like, Asi oh, was there one of the
3: rare guys that I did a draft profile on that I got the impression that I got sort of a lukewarm, yeah, from like him. from from his uh, his college coaches and. You know, they, they, they liked him a lot. They thought he had potential. It was a question of whether or not it would, it would fully click in. And there was, like, some red flags there. So
5: the Patriots drafted Gronk and Hernandez, obviously, in 2010. They drafted Lee Smith in 2011. He's actually an NFL and he's player. he's like a blocker, yeah. right? Yeah. And then they, uh, they drafted A.J.
3: Derby. Yeah. In 2015. Oh, yeah. He, yeah. Played, he played for Denver. Yeah.
5: And then they didn't draft another tight end until Asi Oh, Ryan Izzo in the seventh round. Oh, Izzo. Oh. So, so we're, ta- we're talking. <laughs> Somewhere Claire just streaked. We're talking about guys that, you know, sixth round picks, seventh yeah. round picks. We're Except, not talking about. Yeah, that's why investment. I oh, you
3: only brought up Keenan Asi. Right. So from the 2010
5: draft with Gronk and Hernandez to the Keenan Asi draft, he had a couple f- day three flyers on guys, but nothing really. Called an investment.
2: But those two picks were almost like you talk about with Cole Strange, where you're like, we got no tight ends. Like, Gronk retired. What, what yeah. are we going to do now? And, you it, know.
5: It, I mean, that was a bad tight end class to begin with. I think, like, Adam Trotman might be the best tight end to come out of that class, and he's not anything. So. Especially with
2: Keen in the third round. That was a shocker. I mean, I think
3: everybody yeah. was on him as, like, seventh round special teams guy. And third round. That impresses me. Like, that, I can't do that. Like, I can't. I remember all the names. Yeah. If you tell me all the names that we spent way too many hours talking about on stupid draft (laughs) review podcasts (laughs) I can tell you all the names and as soon as you said child man I'm like but if you ask me say what year was he drafted? Oh god. Yeah. No chance. Yeah, That's so right. trot, that that no class chance. was That was the trotman. class that uh, No <laughs> way. Ha- Harrison
5: Bryant was the Oof. tight end of the year, the yeah. Nagy award winner that yeah, year. Yeah. I remember Harrison Bryant And uh Asiasi was up there as a as a prospect. Like those were the couple guys uh Degora um, yeah. with the Packers. I liked him. I liked him. Uh, so th- those were like a handful of the guys that were up near the top That's of that board. To me. The and, little, but to they remember that class. When you study those classes as much as I do and waste of much of your life uh, yeah. watching them, that that's what happens. But yeah, they, they, they those that class was not a good class, which, which is what made it so surprising that they took two of them. Like they took two tight ends and from that's a bad what class. They
3: tend, you know, th- someone was, was being critical of us because we're you know not talking about all the great draft picks they've had. And Fred, uh, you you re- can recall me being very defensive of Bills drafting. Sure, he's very right? good draft, very very good drafter. I think I got made fun of for saying. Um, but that's, that's some of the things that they've done, like in this like, 14, 15, 16 through like, you know, 18, 19, 20. Some of these like, lighter drafts, they've done that three or four times where they've gone after a position in a year that was down for that position. And it's almost like they do it intentionally because, well, everybody loves the wide receivers in this class. So we're not going to get the eighth wide receiver, even though he's better than the best wide receiver the following year. We're going to wait for the year when the, that, that that position is down, and I don't think it's worked. No. And that tight end thing is an example of it.
5: Yeah, so Cole, I forgot about Cole Komet. Cole Komet's probably the best out of that group, and Cole Komet has uh, 50 catches. He's a pretty good player. In his career, but he's a, he's a good blocker. The only time that I can remember them doing what you're talking about and it working is Christian Barmore. But I don't know if Barmore is – worked but he's clearly a good you know an nfl player that can play but he was the the first defensive tackle taken in that draft because it was a weak defensive tackle draft yeah so all right we're gonna take a break um uh, when we come back because fred's food's here my
3: food's here uh, and i already ate my Paul, i'm leaving? sure you guys are you leaving watched. early
4: today i am i am leaving you yeah. got graduation i do all right uh we'll be right back after this
11: verizon the network america relies on and the official 5g network of the new england patriots
12: Patriot Place is the region's number one shopping, dining, and entertainment destination. Shop your favorites, including Vineyard Vines, Express, Bass Pro Shops, Petco, and more. Enjoy dining at one of our 19 restaurants, including Six String Grill and Stage, Scorpion Bar, and Bar Louie. And don't forget about the entertainment. Explore your inner artist at Muse Paint Bar, watch a movie at Showcase Cinema Deluxe, or grab a controller and start gaming at Helix Esports. For a complete directory listing, please visit patriot-place.com.
11: You must be enrolled in online banking or download the latest version of the mobile banking app only available on select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply terms and conditions apply member FDIC want to get into the game get coached up at Dean College
8: equipped with exclusive academic partnerships featuring the Patriots Revolution Providence Bruins summer baseball and more our classrooms are set up for success by learning directly from the pros Dean College has programs in communications sports management business and marketing with unprecedented hands-on experiences our students take what they learn in the classroom and put it right to work in the marketplace at Dean College our students don't just play games we run them.
11: Visit us at dean.edu. Verizon, the network America relies on and the official 5G network of the New England Patriots.
12: Patriot Place is the region's number one shopping, dining, and entertainment destination. Shop your favorites, including Vineyard Vines, Express, Fast Pro Shops, Petco, and more. Enjoy dining at one of our 19 restaurants, including Six String Grill and Stage, Scorpion Bar, and Bar Louie. And don't forget about the entertainment. Explore your inner artist at News Paint Bar. Watch a movie at Showcase Cinema Deluxe. Or grab a controller and start gaming at Helix Esports. For a complete directory listing, please visit patriot-place.com.
11: You must be enrolled in online banking or download the latest version of the mobile banking app only available on select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply, terms and conditions apply. Member FDIC. And now, great moments in history.
13: So I love college football. He has no interest in it until February, yeah. but it's so much. this weekend especially is going to be great. you know, Alabama, Tennessee, there's probably at least one future Patriot playing in that game. Um, so that would probably be it. Okay.
5: Because he's patting himself on the back so much, I'm gonna just say this: the reason why I don't get into college football in the fall is because I have what's called a girlfriend, and <laughs> oh! six days a week I have to oh shot fireball. Shot And fired. on Saturday, I spend it with Jess. So
4: there you go. Wow.
9: Yeah.
5: I'm going to truly enjoy my
4: Saturday this week. And I thought you said we weren't doing we weren't doing personal. <laughs> wow.
9: That's another great
4: moment from. All right, back here in Patriots Unfiltered, 855 Pats 500 is the Ace Ticket Hotline. Paul is left. It's uh, going to be a
2: puddle up there watching his kid graduate. I can't imagine. Yeah. When, he,
4: when we went to go pick him up at his office.
5: He looked like he was <gasps> might have been crying. He no, goes. he says he
4: says he's not handling it well no. Um, emotionally. No, he's yeah. watching his little boy go to prom and I I was oh, like man. finally. <laughs> you know, get rid of him. <laughs> get him out of here. No, I'm only kidding. But no, Paul is, uh, he's, he's in it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, let's get to some of these emails at webradioatpages.com. It's Deuce, it's Evan, it's myself. Matt's still here. Thank goodness. Thank God. We wouldn't have a show without. Uh, him. Let's see. Dan writes in. He says, um, I'm so glad Max's girlfriend sacrificed her time and hard-earned money to take him to Taylor Swift concert. <laughs> all jokes aside, I think we all expect him to have a better year than last year seems like Mac has generally been dealt a bad hand throughout his tenure here. Between a lack of potent playmakers and below average at best protection, the best rise to the occasion despite the circumstances, and he obviously hasn't done so yet. Just look at how well Burrow has played despite poor protection. He actually has playmakers around him, though. There's reason to be hopeful with the addition of uh, Bill O'Brien, new playmakers, and a more youthful team overall. Despite a difficult schedule, the Patriots will end up with double-digit wins. All right. And second in the division, Max should have a leap, taking pressure off Ramondre to carry the load. Best case, someone else steps up too. It's an exciting time to be a Patriots fan. Remain equally as loyal and hopeful and as critical when applicable. Wow.
5: An exciting like time to no, be a Patriots I like fan. I, have, I don't hear that a lot no. these days. I'm not going to lie. Were you, were you not around
4: no. the last twenty years? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure we can so it's top it's the last few. that for excitement.
5: Yeah, I haven't. You don't hear that a lot from this fan base right now. That anybody is really. I, I some people might be a little bit cautiously optimistic, but yeah. excited or. I think great that's time why I, to be a
2: fan. I yeah. think that's why I was frustrated that we didn't get to go out there today because yeah. I think that there's always something to get excited about when you actually you know just get to see them play a little bit. I think we yeah. all know that we're watching OTAs and that this you know might have very little impact, but even still, just you know to get some excitement brewing. I just yeah. think like regardless of the observations that we're going to tell you about football and who's playing where and all that stuff, it's just, you know, seeing – it's like not, not the first day of school. I don't know. It's like the the like the last goodbye before the long
4: break. And, uh, I'm
5: all for overhyping OTA yeah. practices. Oh, yeah. All I, for it.
4: I love appetizers. Yeah. And little, that's what, you know, the spring is. It's you know, an appetizer. Guys look a little bigger, yeah, a little leaner, yeah. a, little fit, a little stronger. Right. Like if, if we big, got out faster, there – and you know? I
5: keep on thinking about Taekwon. Like if we get out there and Taekwon's 10 pounds of muscle heavier – then like all of a sudden, you know, dude start to get a little bit excited and yeah. if then he goes out there and he makes a play, now you get really excited and all for it. And you you, you
2: probably would just watch Christian Christian Gonzalez jog out to the field
7: and right. you'd do,
5: oh. Yeah, I mean he's just one of those guys that uh, he should shine in this type of thing because it's oh, just yeah. about athleticism, right? right? There's no contact; it's not it's not real football yet. And he's a get off the bus type of guy. And I, I'm I was looking forward to seeing him
4: too. Absolutely, yeah. uh, Rusty. You know, Rusty in Arlen says really mourning the loss of those OTAs. Rusty. Was looking forward to reading about how Malik Cunningham is tearing things up in shorts, but I guess I'll have to wait before carving that bust for Canton. <laughs> that being said. I do think there are some interesting things to watch for in OTAs, like what they do with Cunningham, where Booty is on the depth chart, and who is our left tackle. Got an early prediction for any of those? Um, sure. I think Cunningham will
2: be fourth in line, and he'll be learning how to, like, hand the ball off and do simple things like left that. Left <laughs> like, uh, I don't think we'll see a lot of him, but I think anything we do see will just be kind of rudimentary. You know, they're installing the basics. I mean, I'm sure he's been learning a ton of things with the rookies that they've been here for the last couple of weeks, and you know, getting a foundation. Uh, who are the other ones left? Tag? I think it's gonna be Trent Brown and Riley Reef. Um, I think James Ference will fill in at right guard for Onwenu, which was reported that yeah. he was out. Um, which I think is just what they do. They when you have a hole in a camp like this. It's not about, like, who's the best or who you think. It's about who knows what they're doing, who can go out there and establish the baseline for the guys that don't know what they're doing. So James right. Ferrance is a perfect guy at right guard to step in for Michael Wenyu. you know, as much as somebody might want to say, oh, City Sal is, you know, getting a chance right at, you know, I don't think that that's something that's going to happen, but I will say that you know, with Owenyu, we saw him, and in, in, in even in that OTA, like it seems like he's in there a little bit. He's in the mix. Like you didn't know what
4: was going on, but you could tell that he was kind of picking things up, and, and that they liked him. Yeah. Speaking of Owen, you, uh Jack in Ann Arbor wants to know: Is there a question whether Michael Owenyu will recover fully from his offseason ankle injury? No, no. I, it sounded like he'd be okay. I mean,
2: I do think. I mean, I'd floated if if some of these rookies look really good. Could you know? Could he be moved? Where everybody wants to talk about us going and signing a wide receiver going into you know his last year his deal but you know could they be on the other end of that could they say we got a bunch of guards we know and when you could you know maybe get us something back that we need even if it's a a, you know a day two draft pick um that might be a little bit crazy but even still i think i mean they've done it before
5: i I think that the biggest year ahead trade in terms of rookie contract expired like chandler jones right you know trading him in into year four Uh, jamie collins was already in season but he was on year yep. four of the rookie deal and got dealt. So it's not, it's not totally out of the, the realm for them to do something well, like he's, that. He's
4: wondering, because of the ankle injury, the Patriots know something. That's why they drafted so many interior guys. I, I, thought, I, mean, uh, I, I don't think so.
2: I don't think so, but I, I, I do. it still strikes me strange that they drafted three guys that, to me,
4: are interior guys. Uh, Tim in New Hampshire, I have an autographed Tom Brady football that I got 20 years ago. It's an official ball with the logo Super Bowl 36 and 38. Do you have any idea how much it's worth? And now is the best time to sell. Huh. Will the fact that he's getting involved with Mark Davis drive down the value of Tom Brady merch?
2: I I would sit on that sucker. I, I but I,
4: I'm not an expert on these kind of
2: things because I I think I have a Tom Brady signed ball too. But I think you need to get it like authenticated, and you need to make sure that that everybody is you know confirmed that it's real. It's um,
5: like in Pawn Stars when they bring in the the autograph expert to make sure that it's yeah. it's really the. No, I don't know. I, I wouldn't get rid of it personally. No,
2: just it's it's not going to go down in value, I think.
5: It, it it's also just like I don't know, unless someday it's like thousands of dollars, which I I don't think it ever really will be cuz there's probably a lot of uh, Tom Brady autograph stuff out there. I, I I don't know. I think it's more valuable to just have it. I'm display still, it in I'm still home.
2: sitting on three or four Barry Sanders rookie cards oh, that's cool. from my from my football co- card collecting days as well as Deion Sanders, I got a couple of Deion Sanders nice. score rookie cards. So every now and then I'll look. I got. I should go get up here. We got a card place up here. I'd love to just take them in and be like, what? You "Gotta get those graded, Mike." Get them graded. Yeah,
5: I got a few. It'd be uh, worth something if you get them yeah. graded. My uncle gave me you, uh, his co- collection of basketball cards um, when I was growing up, and uh, they, there's a few. It's mostly from like the 80s and 90s, and there's a few good ones in there. A few, you know, Michael Jordans and Birds and things like that. So
4: never know. It's going to be good. Uh, Matt in Boston, I was looking at some Vegas odds for the upcoming season. Max season total for passing yards is 3,275 and a hay. That's an average of 193 yards for 17 games. Personally, I think that's disrespectful. Or are they assuming he won't play all 17 games? What do you think of this line?
2: No, I mean I. It's I've been kind of. I'm not guy. a big Vegas I but I have been dabbling and looking back at last season a little bit. I've watched just some recaps because I'm not like Paul. I don't have the, uh, the game book installed into my uh, prefrontal core, cortex or whatever it's called. <laughs> but um, but I, I mean I what they I think he threw for over 300 yards in like two or three games last year. Minnesota. Tops. I mean it, it was close. They were under 300 yards mostly. So I I, I mean I think that number is. Probably about where it should be
4: based Um, on last year. Adrian uh, from Delaware says, what are your opinions when fans of a sports team refer to said team as we or us? Like, why did we sign this player? The offense let us down, blah, blah, blah. I find the wording or phrasing from sports fans irritating. Um, I no. I mean, if you're a fan of the team, you feel like you're part of the team. That's the whole idea. I think people, Journalists get criticized. Like if you're a beat writer for the Patriots, they get criticized when they say us or we or, you know. But I think fans, you're supposed to say us. That's what you want. You should be invested in your team. I think so, too.
2: I wrote a a whole blog post back when I was like with Bleacher Report, I think, like just saying I think it's okay. Like if you're a fan of the team and you feel like you – Live and die with that team. You're part of that team in, in terms of the results. Like I, I don't, I don't really have a problem. I, I know in some context it can probably be annoying, um, you know, where somebody sounds like they're the one doing the playing and, and all that kind of stuff, but. I generally don't have a problem with it. I think if you're a fan and you love the team and you're invested in everything they do and you feel the wins and losses, then you're part of
4: the team.
5: Yeah, I would never say we or us about the Patriots because I cover the Patriots. Well, it's weird because we work, like, here. So we're always, like, it. we as the people that work right. here. But <laughs> I wouldn't refer to it as, like, oh, we were we did this or, you yeah, know, yeah. on the field or in free right. agency or something. But, like, with the Celtics, it's it's we. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's we, baby. <laughs>
4: like, I don't care about any of that. That's why they do the silly. Patriots like, so and it's we. like, we're going to lose. <laughs> yeah. yep. We're going to lose. Uh, Mitch and Albany, I think the whole thing, the whole losing two OTAs because of a meeting is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. It yep. seems like the punishment is a bit severe. But my favorite thing to come out of this is people saying that you know the Patriots are taking the season seriously <laughs> when they're already <laughs> cheating. Uh, I don't believe they cheated at all, but it is funny. Second. Just wanted to check on the T-shirt and if I need to send in my address again. It's another person who hasn't gotten his T-shirt, Matt. <laughs> what's going on? That's my on? fault because I thought I sent them all out. Uh, Mitch in Albany, check it out. So he still hasn't got his T-shirt. Maybe the, the post office, maybe they're intercepting him because all that they can tell. We, we have a big mailman uh, following. <laughs> have we ever thought about selling <laughs> merch for it's the complicated. show? Uh, but we, we could at some point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jess
5: asked why we don't sell. Yeah, sell we, merch we could
2: i think uh training camp be a good opportunity to you know we'll keep talking about yeah, t-shirt but, gun you know yeah some some Shoot t-shirts some if we could launch a t-shirt off of the side of the stadium to a fan down below i think that would be a fun stunt
5: well here here you're the t-shirt guy if we had t-shirts you know some of uh, hey, i could whip one some, up and have it for sale in about
2: 20 minutes some of, some
4: of our, our best zingers too you know can be be on a t-shirt we'd hit some lay in the back of the head she'd fall forward and you know break her neck and we get right. sued i know. You know and then she'd own at stadium yeah. i uh
2: I, I well i think that there should be a patriots unfiltered shirt i was i was visioning uh, the design for it of um uh, shoot what do you call it when it's 28 to 3. <laughs> oh. when it what, what do you call like outside of stores and bars they have the facade no the the signs that Bunting. are all like oh. one thing uh you know one electric uh, god why are you on Neon signs so oh. kind of a neon sign you know, Patriots unfiltered, and then maybe like an on-air sign, and then
5: underneath, the world's original podcast. You know, have that yeah. as the, like the kind. See, of See, you're quote. already coming up with ideas. That's my idea for it's the, gonna, for, the okay. for the Patriots T-shirt. I mean, look at like <laughs> Barstool; their their merch is a big part of their business.
2: I mean, it's like a requirement for them. Yeah, you got to like come up with T-shirts and. Yeah.
4: yeah. I don't know how they haven't gotten. Well, you know how like well. uh, some stores have um, since. Yeah, and they have the. Yeah, we could have yeah. like since you yeah. know 1999, yeah. world's yeah. original yeah. podcast yeah.
2: since 1999.
4: Yeah. You know, I like it. Uh, let's get back to the Ace Ticket Hut line. Uh, we'll go to Paul in Vancouver. What's up, Paul?
16: Hey, Fred. How's it going? I'm all right.
4: I've yeah.
7: A
16: chance to call in there.
4: Uh-huh.
16: Um, quickly, uh, Fred. Is the uh, when you say about Bill? Don't uh, listen to what he says, but what he does. Does that apply to your show as well?
4: Uh, I, I'm, I hesitate to answer. But okay. what do you do?
16: What do we do? <laughs> oh. Oh, because no what you did, Fred was that uh, this uh you brought Andy Hart back there for a little segments so was that a was that an indication to the new talent to raise their game? was that what
4: was <laughs> no, that it was just uh, convenience <laughs> he happened to be in the building. Doing something in the Put studio him. next to so. us, fire! Yeah, he's we, trying to motivate. What right. did me. Andy Hart What, come what am I, in I Bailey, it, it Was he makes, Bailey Zappy? <laughs> Where was it? I? Always, <laughs> it always makes for good content to get him in. You know. <laughs> yeah. Sure. I hope he's back this year. What are you doing? I
16: love Well, uh, just give us a just give us a warning so we can uh, adjust our volume controls before. <laughs> right. that, so. Well, he always comes in like um, hot,
4: you know, and then like yeah. after twenty minutes, yeah. he talent. he loses his momentum because he needs a shot at me. It's like a little kid.
16: Um. All right. Well, Brett. Since I haven't had a chance, I don't know when I will have another one. But the last few shows, you've been talking about fans being hopeful, okay? Me. Um, now yep. I, right. I've been a fan since the Plunkett days, all right? So I've suffered through 2-14, and 1-15 seasons, all right, thinking my team is going to win every single week, all right? I lost money in the freaking 85 Super Bowl. Mm. But let's be realistic about where we are. We are stuck in the messy middle. Okay, this post-Brady period, let's call it, has been fought from the start, right? Because of something, we all know Paul Perillo was, you know, wrong so many times on a weekly basis. But the one thing oh, he shot. always Something's kept on cool. talking about was that we had the, the oldest roster at that time. We moved on from Beatty, Brady. Now, I'm not going to beat Phil up for moving on from a 40-year-old co- uh, quarterback. But with the oldest roster, no, we have to get younger. And I don't even see that right now. And if you're talking about hope, oh, well, let's for this season, let's break down where we are. Let's go through the schedule. Now I, now, I think we need to be a 10-win team to get in the playoffs. Look at our look at the schedule: Eagles, Bills twice, Chiefs 0 and 4. Let's split with the Jets and Dolphins, 2 and 2. Now we're 2 and 6. Okay, be a bit more optimistic with the and be 3 and 1 again. The Cowboys, Giants, Steelers, Chargers—that's the optimistic. Then we got to win out against the Saints, the Broncos, the Raiders, Colts, and the Commanders to get to ten. No,
7: yeah, we're no,
4: we're obviously going to have to win a few games that were underdogs. You know, that's the only yeah. way you, you know because we are going to be that. underdogs in a lot of games. So you're going to have to turn that well, around.
16: You I don't know, think yeah, anybody to do this?
4: Yeah, And if we
16: look way. at this roster, like. I came up with a very simple way of looking at teams about if they improve from year to year, right? If we take your 22 starters and, like, say, six other players that are important, like, you know, your third wide receiver, swing tackle, whatever you want to make those six, right? And if you think about a starter, gets a second contract, he's in the league for seven years. So basically, 22 plus six is 28. Seven years divided by four, you're replacing four players every year. Just replacing them, not really getting better. And we had change to tackle, wide receiver, safety. Now you can throw in whatever second running back, second tight end. The guys we brought in, I think that's a watch. We're not getting any better from last year. So,
4: well, I do, don't know. Do you
16: ha- give me any kind of reason to think that Bill is actually going to turn this roster over and turn it all. Well, first team. of all, I when think when you have a losing when you have a losing team, the only team. That's the fans will support is a young and up and coming team. They're going to lose they're going to lose support here and it's been 3 years. No. So where is the hope coming from here, Brad?
4: I think the hope comes from that Bill O'Brien is going to make this offense better than it was last year. That you know, the defense continue like the defense wasn't bad last year, the defense continues to get better. Uh you know, I, this guy Keon White. Man, if he comes in and he can help that defensive line, I think I think you've got something going there. You've you've got one of the best safety uh, cornerbacks in the draft, and Christian Gonzalez. You know, the defense, I think, can be better than it was last year. And I think we are all assuming that the offense is going to be better than it was last year just because of O'Brien. And, you know, if if that means Mac is, you know, uh, if that helps Mac in his third year, there's hope. I mean, basically – I'm saying that we could see something this season that we, that we haven't seen yet because of, you know, just the improvement that Bill O'Brien brings. We haven't seen an offense yet with a, a quarterback who knows what he's doing. I mean, yeah. you, even in Matt's rookie year, he wasn't that great. He was good for a rookie, but he faded down the line. For him to be better in his third year, he's got to be m- much better than he was his rookie year. We're, we're not hoping that he goes back to that. But he can be. I think he can. I think there's hope. I think that, you know, I think there's pieces on this offense that haven't played to their potential. And the hope is that they do this year. They, It, it could be an utter disaster. It could be. But the hope is but, that the right. players they have on offense play to the potential we thought that they had when we signed them.
16: All right, but Fred, aren't we like looking at, look at the Bills Bills games. They took their foot off the accelerator at the end of the game. And so so. you're telling me that the whole basically is, instead of losing 35 to 10, we're going to lose like 42 to no, 28. But they, oh. they
4: took their foot off the accelerator because they, they weren't scared of us scoring. They weren't yeah. scared of so us now scoring. We're going to
16: get better on offense. We'll not score ten points. We'll score twenty-eight points, but we're still going to lose.
4: But what if you what if you right. combine that with the defense getting even better? You know, and, and what if Just cons- go root for a different team? What if yeah? <laughs> what like if what, can- what if Gonzalez is really good? And and what if the pass rush is that much better? They can contain a mobile yeah. quarterback. You know, because they have a little bit more speed on defense, and and all of a sudden, like it's a game. It's a game. You know, okay. So, like like so- you know. They need new guys, so, to, Fred, step tell, need new
2: guys to step up. They need
16: new guys to step up. Brad, you're telling me we're putting everything on success this year on rookies we have not seen yet. So that's where the whole thing uh, comes And also, out.
4: like, I'm, I'm saying that Christian Barmore has a, a better year than he had last year. Uh, you know guys that they've already had you know step up and play better
2: they have to that's yeah. i mean that's the point like you look you're right if every guy on the roster plays exactly like they did last year or worse they're going to be right. bad they're right. going to be worse but you hope that with better coaching and clearly this is what the coaches think that a better or an actual competent experienced offensive coordinator is going to put guys in position i mean look at last year it was a mess they couldn't get plays off. They were not coordinated right. in any sense of the word. So I know we're putting a lot
4: of eggs in this basket, but I do think it's a significant one based on how bad and, things and, were you last know, year. Paul, well, I, I hear what you're saying, but you know, Bill Parcells would always say that each side of the ball gives the other side hope. So if you're the defense last year, but is anybody, how much hope did you have? You is know? any
5: is anybody Thanks, selling Paul. Paul or anybody else on, on them being a Super Bowl team? Like I don't understand where all the, right. the, the like feistiness comes from on the call. I think I'm he's sorry. just mad I just, that they didn't
2: – do Enough that uh, they wanted, he wanted more. Sure, moves
4: this I, I mean, he's looking at the schedule, which is fair, and saying we're not as good as a lot of these teams in the schedule. Where are the wins yeah. going to come from? And none of us can tell him he's wrong. I mean, it, you know, that's yeah, my like, point, it, like, though. Like, no like, one's
5: saying that he that, that no one's picking them to, but,
4: to finish 14 but, and 3. Right. I like, choose, to, I choose not to expect them to all well, of a sudden oh, they're be just, a, right. right. I have, I have hope that these guys improve. You know, in it's but it's so hard and, to and why else? What's his to me? What's the point of going into the season without hope, right? You know,
2: like and, and and it's so easy to just say, Well, we're going to lose to Kansas City, we're going to lose to Buffalo twice. Like, you don't know. Like, I mean, I sure if you want to be like take the negative view of it, of course, but what you know, you get to the December and all of a sudden, oh, you know, quarterback who was a superstar isn't playing because he's hurt. Like, I mean, things just change. You want to get yourself so worked up that they're going to be just I've, as bad I mean, and worse. I've, last I've year heard you can, people but,
4: and not people from New England, national people saying. You know, Buffalo's window could be closing, you know, and I've heard that. Well, and, sure, and I mean, it's not New England fans saying that it's it's national pundits.
5: I, I just look at, you know, we were talking about this earlier, Mike, all the games last year, the optimism that I have with the team, I, I'm not overly optimistic, but the optimism that I have is that there were so many games last year that were winnable. That were they were you know, we were talking about it the Raiders game the Vikings game the Bengals game like just go on down the line of these games where not only did they just lose close games they lost them in epic fashion in, right. in some cases so they it, beat
4: themselves
5: if you all of a sudden can turn some of those games not all of them you're not gonna go completely perfect from going what you were last year to that but if you can win 50% of the games that you lost that were coin flips last year then all of a sudden it's a different team and I think that's where you have to be optimistic is that as bad as certain things were about that team last year they were a play away from beating the Bengals they were a play away from beating the Raiders they were a play away from beating Minnesota I mean Fred and I were there in Minnesota Fred if they if Hunter Henry scores a touchdown there, who the heck knows? Right, like that's right. <laughs> and he should have. <laughs> the whole season might have changed, honestly, because he, that he, was
4: a— He actually did score a touchdown.
5: They right. just didn't rule it that way. Right, so if all of these things—that's uh, what you have to hold your hat on, I think, if you're a Patriot fan and you want to be optimistic, is that those were really unorthodox type of losses that if you can start flipping some of these close games and winning a few of those late— then maybe you have a different football team. That's you know, the, and yeah.
4: now on paper, I would, you know, you can make the argument that this season's schedule is tougher than last season's schedule. And, and that could be true. But maybe where the Patriots are just a little bit better, you know, and then like Evan says, you don't make the same mistakes that you did last year. And all of a sudden, you know, instead of uh, eight wins, you got ten wins, you know. I mean, I think my hope is, is in a precarious spot
2: right now. And, I mean, it just to Evan's point, what we were talking about upstairs was – and kind of just I went back, like I said, looked at some of the games. It was just, every time the game was there for the taking, they crapped their pants. Yeah. you know, like, and, 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 like, and as Evan said, like in epic fashion, like there were so many times in those games where it's like here's the, – like the Ravens game. There it is for the taking. Nelson Aguilar fumbles it. I mean, you, you ran through the other games. There's just so many games like that. And, and of course, they're not all going to go the other way. But in some ways, I feel like that's the only real big difference between 2022 and 2021 was like in 2021
5: they made some of those plays in some of those games, you know? Right. So I I just I I go back to the Bengals game. You were down, I think, twenty to nothing at halftime, right? You got come all the way back to make it a game late, and then probably your best player on offense fumbles on the ten yard line to lose the game. Like in the the feeling in the stadium in that moment when they were driving was maybe some tepidism just because. We've seen them kind of crap down their leg before in this but era. But you felt you but, had the momentum. Yeah, but if and really – I mean, Marcus Jones has a pick six. It was it was really one of those games where it felt like all of a sudden everything was going the Patriot, Patriots way and, until it didn't. So if Armandre doesn't fumble at the 10-yard line and you go in and score, then it's you, just, you never know. Right, and
2: it's just that's where I'm living, though, because I look at a team and when, you, when I think about a team that – when you have the opportunity to win the game, you can't do it, and not only yeah. can you not do it, you're actually like hurting yourself like it right. wasn't even like they just couldn't do it. they fell short. It was like no, they actually like had major brain farts that cost them the game. and so I guess my question of where my hope is right now is you know can bill o'Brien wipe that all away and get this as a team that has that laser focus that when the game is on the line and there for the taking that they're able to play at their absolute peak level and I don't know that they can get like I, I have real concerns that that energy isn't easily gotten back just by swapping out the offensive coordinator. And all right, now we, now we understand what the plan is on offense. Now we can get behind this playbook that, that you're trying to run
5: that that's where I'm, I'm like a little right.
2: precarious. We got to get
5: out there and because see it. Because that's often the times, I think a lot of people make a lot out of myself included roster talent, right? And just, do you have a better team on paper than the team that you're going against? But unless you're a really, really bad team, like a team that's going to win two or three games, a lot of the times what separates the good teams from, from the teams that are eight and nine are just these little things in the margins. It's, it's, close games it's finishing late it's you know uh, stopping Derek Carr going down the field instead of giving up a touchdown drive and then Jacoby Myers never happens right it's Ramondre Stevenson not fumbling it's these little things like that uh, that often separate from you going 10 and 7 in an 8
4: and 9 penalties destroying drives. yeah you know uh Spee and Fresno says hope hope uh there's only so much Billy O can spackle over Contrary to the earlier email about this being the most exciting time to be a Patriots fan, I find this a pretty rough time. <laughs> the offense seems like a house of cards. Mac is a non-versatile pocket passer who throws slow and needs everything perfect. The O-line has a new coach, unproven players with a menu coming off an ankle surgery. And as Mike might say, there's the forens of it all. And Joe Judge is still lurking in the background waiting to ruin something. Too many things could easily go wrong. I, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean that's one way of looking that's at always it. always one way to look <laughs> you know? at it. And, I'm, and then I'm you not could surprised say, it was from speed. <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs>
2: but there's also the hey, Christian Barmore is going to have a bounce back year and have that breakout right. year that we thought he was going to have, like Fred said. And Keon White's going to be a great compliment to him. And you know, even just watching some of the games from last year, the lack of just I mean, Christian Gonzalez, like he already to me just makes your secondary better,
4: like just by how he moves, just the ability, and, and, and he gives yeah. you the. I mean, just, and then you know, assuming everyone's healthy. People can play in the right positions. You know, it's a domino yeah. effect. He's your outside guy there, you know, and so he allows people to start playing where they should play. Because um, I, I they didn't really have that last there's just, year. There's a
5: lot of – because I, I think – we we work for the team, let's be honest. So I think a lot of people think, Oh, your optimism is pom pom waving or whatever. But there's a lot of national people, like Fred was saying about the Bills, that look at this Patriots defense and are like, this was already a top five defense statistically last year, and I like some of the pieces that they brought in. You know, Mina Kimes was tweeting about it yesterday, like, Oh, did you guys realize that the Patriots defense last year was pretty much top five in every efficiency metric as it is. And now they bring in a Christian Gonzalez and they bring in Keon White and maybe Marty Mapu who contributes this year, maybe he doesn't. But the point being is, is that that was already a pretty good defense on, on paper already. And now they bring in these rookies, and I get that the rookies haven't played at all. But it's the rookies are icing on the cake; they're cherries on top. They're, the defense was already pretty solid even without them. And, so, and, and,
2: and, and like, and I expect the Keon White will be better than Daniel Aquale as right. their like second interior pass rush kind of guy. So, I mean, I don't think it's crazy to think that they would improve. I just think the defense's problem was the same thing that I just talked about. When they had a chance to close the game out, when they right. have a chance to win it, they didn't do it. So it's it's kind of that recurring theme for this whole team. And it's not an easy fix of, you know, Oh, we just got to get all new players. Like y- y- you just can't do it like that. I, I, but I, I totally get the caller, people calling in saying on paper personnel wise, it doesn't look like they did enough. And I, I, I totally understand that. Yep. I just think you have to respect Bill O'Brien and, and at least give it a chance to see what it looks like. Cause we got out there in the spring last year and you could tell early on that and I didn't want to believe it. Like I, I'm like everyone's making a big deal out of this. I, I let's just wait and see. But but it was true. It
4: was true. They those struggles were an evident epic from, day from day one.
5: Disaster from um, day one.
4: John Ryson, I'm surprised Evan believes the Patriots will go eight and nine because he thinks the Patriots will have an elite defense along with a solid offense. My personal opinion is the Patriots defense will be top five, along with a top fifteen to top twelve offense. I believe the Patriots will win ten games. Those wins will come in weeks two, three, five, six, 9, 10, 13, 14, 16, and 18. Got it.
5: I don't know if I think the offense is going to be good yet. I think the offense will be more competent, which I, I, I Less think. Less self inflicted. Right, nonsense. which I think helps you from just a baseline standpoint of hopefully all the things we just rattled off don't happen. So maybe you win some of those closer games. Maybe you when you need that drive late in the game, maybe it's well better orchestrated by Bill O'Brien and you've practiced that situation and a little bit more and, and-, and yeah, and you have a little bit better idea of it, but I think they're going to be really good on defense. I, I'm not ready to say elite because everybody gets triggered by the word elite. elite. Oh, you, it's uh, only, elite. Joe, only Joe Flacco was Right, elite. so I'm not going to say the word elite. I think they're going to be a really good defense. I think that they will be a competent offense, and I think it comes down to Mac Jones. Yeah. If Mac Jones takes a leap and Mac Jones is goes from being a average to below average to a good quarterback in the NFL, then, yeah, they, they could win 10 games.
2: That was another thing watching some of these games just going back. It was like there was just a sp- – smattering of play calls where you're like, what was that? Yeah. <laughs> like offensive play calls where I've never seen anything like that, that they were just trying something stupid yeah. that like totally. I mean, what was the one? I'm, I'm forgetting now. It might have been a two-point conversion against Baltimore, I think, where Mac had tried to like – like Ramondre tried to like run it in. They tried to do something sneaky with Ramondre. Then he like – then Mac got it. And Mac was trying to run it. I mean, yeah. just there are a lot of that stuff it, last it just, year. I don't think you'll see it
5: this year. We talked about it there at the time. It felt like they were just randomly picking plays out of a hat like now we're just going to string them together now we're just going to do this and now we're going to do that and now and there's no sequencing there was no yeah. like oh well, we did this earlier so we're going to complement this piece of it by doing that there was there was none of that so that that's what you hope you get back that's like what
2: and and i mean i give josh a compliment
5: that just i mean bill o'brien
2: is cunning like he sees what he wants to do he can set things up he can put yeah. you in unwinnable positions and i just I, I do wonder about, I mean, Bill Belichick obviously knows football offense. And, you know, just what was he seeing last year? Like what was, you know, like how frustrating was it for him? Because I, I imagine like the play calls to him probably seemed okay, right? Like, I mean, they're not calling plays that he doesn't believe in. But was there enough, like your to your point, of that setting things up and knowing how to system. put guys in position? It was just like now we're going to do this and now we're going to do this. And it right. didn't feel like it had purpose. Like
5: in a individually the play calls the designs of the plays might have been sound but they had nothing to do with each other there was so there was no system and like that's that's how you build offense is just having that and defense too just having like a baseline a foundation of this is what we do and everything branches off of what we do and then there was obviously issues within the details you know route running and and reads and timing and all that kind of stuff too but from a, a schematic perspective it just felt like they were trying to play the hits from like every single – oh, well, now we're going to run outside zone. Now we're going to run gap. Now we're going to run this play. Now we're going to run yeah, that play. identity and is we can do everything. Right, and that was, that was never going to work.
4: Uh, let's see. George at Maryland says, I personally think this Rodgers-Jets thing is overblown. He's washed. <laughs> Zappi took him to overtime last <laughs> year with no offensive coordinator in <laughs> Green Bay, and now he's in New York with Nathaniel as his offensive coordinator. Uh, what am I missing here? Well, I think he
2: got better at the, at the you know at the end of the year when he started to you know find a little bit of rhythm with that offense. But you know, there's just I just for me, I, you very well might be right, and and I think it just goes back to Paul's point of they've got some good talent there. And Aaron Rodgers, I don't think he needs to play at an MVP level for them to you know potentially be better than the Patriots. I think he just needs to be able to you know manage the team and get the ball. But they've got a nice mix of young guys and guys that he's played with, and I think just the offensive line will be the question, and if they can protect him and, and keep him healthy.
5: That, that would be one thing I'd worry about. Like, is he going to be too reliant on, like, Alan Lazard? Right. Like, you know, because, like, it's his guy. He doesn't guy. want to throw to Garrett Wilson right. because yeah. he's like, well, I, I don't think it would boy. be, ne- like, I, if you don't throw to Garrett <laughs> Wilson, you're an idiot, right? Like, that, that's on you. But but it's, like, some of, like, the other pieces that they have there, and I, I don't know. I, I just, he just seems like such a head case to me that I, I just, it, it wouldn't surprise me I if mean, he ends up phasing somebody out
4: that, that shouldn't be phased out. I can only hope for the worst. <laughs> um Willem and Philum, What's up, William?
17: Hey, Fred, how you doing? All right. Uh I have I have so many things I want to say, but I I'm have to just piggy bank off what the caller said. So that just knocked off what I want to say basically. Um I, I'm i I'm with that call at the same time too. I'm here, I'm looking at the roster too, Fred, and I mean I have it in front of me. I'm I'm looking at the roster, the schedule, and I'm just like everything we everything y'all just said is everything seemed like it seems like it's based off of if well what if Keon Mike does this? What if Ty Korn Thorne does that? And what if Bill O'Brien is this, that, and third and all. And I'm sitting here like this is this is where we at now at this point. Yes, yes. No yes. yes William, that is where we're
4: at. We're we're a team that hasn't been that good. So the first year right. that we are good, things are going to mm. have to happen that haven't happened yet. So yeah, that's where we yeah. are. That, that's, but that's the only way we're going to, like, the guys are going to have to get better. Like, yeah, maybe we can draft, a you know, the next Tom Brady, but that ain't happening, like, in the near future. So in order to get good, yeah, guys that they've signed are going to have to play to their potential. Young guys that they drafted are going to have to play well. And, yeah, that, that's how they're going to get better. It hasn't happened yet. So you can't say, is, "Oh, we we've seen it, so it will happen." No, you, it's it's based right. on hope.
17: You right. know, it's just you no. Know, I, I just don't want to see this team take like four steps back again. I oh. I don't want to see that. Absolutely,
4: no. no, you don't want that. But you're hoping that you know when you draft Christian Gonzalez and Keon White, yes. that that's not yes. stepping back. That's building for the future. Step that's but it's hope. Yes. You don't right. know. Christian Gonzalez could be Rebellions a big Rebellions oh, are I built
5: don't. on hope, right? Yeah.
4: <laughs> but but, you know, that's Sweet. that's it.
17: See, Fred, that's why I like you, Fred. You know what I mean? You you know, you keep me on the positive side. <laughs> <laughs> Look, that's what what it, it, it's sports. You know.
5: <laughs> I, but I I do I I want William, how old are you? Just curious.
17: Oh uh, no. We're gonna leave that unknown. <laughs> gonna leave that unknown.
5: <laughs> I, I'm gonna I'm gonna because I I'm I'm wearing this myself too. Like my 30 and under like my age we haven't been through a rebuild like we've never experienced this okay. before right like i and i think right. a lot and yeah. even people that are older than me i think forget right like we just had the caller call in that said he's been a fan since jim plunkett like so you don't remember what it was like to be a mediocre team like right. that you know like that yeah,
2: yeah, re- worse than yeah. mediocre man
5: you're right like yeah. you know i i just that that i think is interesting that i, I do feel like guess what like yes you are like everybody else like you do have to hit on your draft picks and you do have to hope things end up being good instead of bad and like that's just the way that right. life is when you don't have tom brady right right richard Understood. seymour and, and-
7: Gronk. Gronk.
17: yeah i mean um, we got one more thing yeah yep. yeah just one more thing i said look i know i call up there sometimes and it's not so much towards you fred but it's towards really uh Evan and uh deuce. I know I'll be busting y'all chops sometimes. But no, you're great. Just know you know, y'all okay with me, you know what I mean? Oh, I dude. might not agree yeah. with you. are a great caller, you say, but all you good. Gotta man. Do an <laughs>
4: yeah. <job>. Oh no. <laughs> uh, William, you've had some of the best calls. Yeah. 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 No, we yeah. love it. You yeah. bring great energy to the show. <laughs>
2: yeah. And yeah. you yell at us sometime and that makes me yeah. sad. No. <laughs> yeah.
5: I, I
4: appreciate people like William
5: like yeah. calling yeah. all the time. Absolutely.
4: Right now. Thank yeah. you, William. Yeah. Uh one more call and then I gotta go to the bathroom. Tina's in Indiana. What's up, Tina? Guys...
1: Nothing much. How are you guys doing? Okay. Good. Uh, listen, um, I just wanted to have a shout out for the, the one email you read um, on Tuesday. I think more women should write in and call in. Yeah. It, and Hell it, yeah. it, it made me feel good. <laughs> but um, my thing is, is that I, I have learned so much from you guys listening to your podcast. Now I can watch a game and go, they're in cover too. <laughs> um,
7: so <Paul> women, can't. <laughs> So
1: thank you so much for all your all your teaching points. I appreciate it. <laughs> um, but my thing is, you kind of stole on my thunder. What we were just talking about, but oh. you got to have hope. Right, you have hope. Right. You you have nothing. You know, like I go to the Colts game because to see the other teams, basically. Yeah. But I went to see I went to see them play Kansas City last year. They won. Right. I mean, you just don't know. I thought they were going to get their butts handed yeah. to them, and they didn't. So, I just want to tell everybody out there, you know, we we're, we're going to get a couple. You know we're going to be fine right and um just keep rooting for and, them and so tina, thank you very much
4: thanks, Th- thanks for the call, call tina you know here's where you don't have hope when your ownership or top management are a bunch of idiots yeah, that's go. when you there don't you have go. hope because you just know they're going to screw it up we don't have to worry about that here i mean robert Kraft wants to win more than we do and he ain't going to stop demanding that until it happens so you know that gives you hope too But when you have incompetent management, then it trickles down. And then I can understand losing hope. But we don't have to worry
2: about that here. You're you're so right. And I mean, I I don't need to name teams, but... If you have an owner that doesn't really want to win and just wants to kind of make money and you feel like, hey, even when we actually do hit on these draft picks, that it's not really going to matter because they're not going to stay here anyway because this guy's
4: not going to pay anybody. The yeah. owner of the Boston <laughs> Red Sox. <I> <laughs> or, 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 you know, like, oh, like, you know, you look at the Detroit Lions for years, like the owners were kind of hands off. Mm-hmm. And so they put Matt Millen as the GM oh. and he's a disaster and they just won't change it because he's a nice guy. They like him. And they don't want to fire him. And so, like, you're a Lion fan and it's like, what are we doing? We've got to do something, you know. And that makes you lose hope, you know. I mean, we're, you know, we're still
2: connected to, you know, the last 20 years. But I I have full confidence in, you know, everything that the the crafts have done for this team, for this area. I mean, I've said it a hundred times when I grew up. That stadium was the scariest place on earth to me, right. and now it's and you know a place that you bring your kids and I mean it's just a, a center to this whole area. So and it's no coincidence that tomorrow is payday. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, I'll still come through. But I mean, but you know, everything aside and even working here, I mean, it's just like that. That to me everything he's done for this area and I know how much he loves this team and I know how much Jonathan loves this team and I know that you know when when it does come time to move past bill that they're gonna have
4: high expectations still and you and know they've never having... said it but the the record of the team is a reflection on them they believe that so like if if you're eight and nine they're eight and nine they don't like that they, and they don't like that and I think that's what like people forget and i and I mean i, I you're using the crafts
2: as the example which of course is true but I mean like, Bill wants to win, too. <laughs> like, I, you right. know, Like, I know I know right. in his heart, like, it, it isn't always the way we want it to be, and it's prickly, and, you know,
5: but sometimes it feels like he's but got a middle finger That's the pushback that I'll towards. have with you on this, because you know me with Bill right now. He's, yeah. he's on yeah. my radar. The biggest thing with Bill is, does he want to win at all costs still, or does he want to win his way? Because the way – where I think a lot of trying to kind of put into perspective what people's frustrations are – or is that the, this feels like a team that is gonna have to win, being fundamentally sound in all three phases and not being themselves, probably real ab- above average to really really good on defense, and have like an offense that can manage the game and then ha- and then win in the in the kicking game. And I, I've heard a lot of like, oh, well, like this is kind of you know, two thousand one was kind of like that, right? Where you have like a, a quarterback that doesn't beat himself, and it's like, okay, but does that does that win? At a high level anymore in today's game, does right. that does that is that going to be good enough? If they are serviceable on offense and not you know not beating themselves on offense, really really good on defense, and they have that advantage on special teams, does that still hold as much weight as it did twenty years right. ago? And how
4: how long are you willing to not win to prove yourself right? Right, you know,
5: because if I if I Bill wants to win at all costs, if that's like what the mantra is, then he would have traded for Jerry Judy or traded for DeAndre Hopkins or you know done some a
4: couple of bigger splashes uh, on offense. Unless he truly believes that that's not going to do it. I don't know. I, 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 right. I, I think, I think I he does truly believe that. I'll be that. right back. I'll be quick. Well, I, I think he
5: does truly believe us. that. I think he does still truly believe that yeah. that – you don't need to light up the scoreboard to win like everybody else thinks that you do or not everybody else but a lot of people do uh, but the question is 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 that is he right still well, is he right. correct
2: well i mean and do you think it's do you think that that i mean you know people do you think asking a 70 year old at the top of his game who has been at the absolute pinnacle that you have to change your whole philosophy now if you really right. want to win, you know. And that, and like, and I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm obviously I, I agree with what you're saying. I, I think he thinks he's right, you know. Yeah. I think that he's 100 percent sure that football is a cyclical game and things come back around. And yes, right now all the rage is high scoring offenses. And I, you know, and then Paul, this is probably where Paul would chime in with something like, "We always need to be smarter than everybody else." Um, but I think that that's how he views it, you know. And yeah. like, like, and we can talk about what I just. I think the bottom line for me is that it absolutely crushes him every time this football team loses. Oh, I don't disagree you know, and and, and and, you know, we can talk about how he can do it. I, and, and we can say, yes, I do expect an old coach, if he wants to stay in the league and continue to be successful, that you have to. But I also think that he would feel like I'm just kind of following a fad right now instead of trying to, you know, put my stamp on it and do it my way. And, you know, this is, again, you're dealing with somebody, though, who... It's the pinnacle of his profession, so it's hard to you know go to anybody in any profession and say, "I know this has been great, and you know you're probably the greatest of all time to ever do this, but it's not working right now. You've got to change." It's that's a huge thing. Like yeah, I think that to do, and
5: I mean, I'm defensively, so sure. I think that he has evolved, and 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 they are as good as ever on defense. I honestly believe that. I think that. It's offensively, and it's like from a team-building philosophy standpoint. And I I, keep, I know it's the college game versus the pro game, so it's different. But I keep going back to – I think it was like 2016 that Nick Saban said at a press conference yeah. – Good defense isn't good enough anymore. Like, you can't win like that anymore. And that's when Alabama started recruiting all of the wide receivers, right? And they became wide receiver U overnight. And they became a school that had quarterbacks drafted in the first round. Alabama never had quarterbacks drafted in the first round until Tua and Mac Jones. And then, obviously, Jalen Hurts, the second-round pick. But all these guys start to come through, and now they're top picks. Bryce Young is the number one overall pick at quarterback out of Alabama. That that wasn't the case. 15 yeah. 15- even with ago. physical questions right. too which like, is kind of Like they were they yeah. were you know starting like guys like you know uh you know what's the, the guy that's now on ESPN that does college football for the broadcast? I don't oh, remember Oh I know you're talking about yeah. the, the girlfriend that, yeah. we, that, yeah. that yeah. caused a stir right Kirk <laughs> Herbstreit
2: <laughs> no. Uh, no no it's on the tip of my tongue I know Yeah what about
5: I them. but you know who I'm talking about AJ McCarron yeah, of go. the world, there right like they were starting those types of quarterbacks and now all of a sudden they they evolved this still feels like we're starting the AJ McCarron's of the world Right and I just wonder at what point like, like who is, is it, is it Saban? Is it, is it somebody else that can, that maybe does get through to, to bill, to be a little bit more offensive focused and a little bit more high powered in that the regard. The only
4: difference I would say between what Sabin is saying, which true, you just look at college in the pros is that you got to pay these guys in the pros. So when you right. get Jerry Judy, you got to pay him, you know? Um, now, College is starting to get that way, but the school doesn't have to. They get everybody else right. to pay them, you know?
5: It's just ridiculous when you look at because there was a really clear line of demarcation with Alabama where that that switch flipped in Saban's brain, like we have to we have to light up the scoreboard. Like if we're gonna win right. we have to do this. And all of a sudden they had wide receiver rooms that were ridiculous. Just like Jerry Judy, Devontae Smith Henry Ruggs, Jalen Waddle, all in the same wide receiver room, and because they realized that, all right, we have to put up points. Yeah. There's
4: no other way to do this. Uh, Joshua and Irvine says, "I'd just like to say, I believe this team has a rock bottom floor of eight wins, and we have a really good shot at eleven. In 2015 to 19, the Patriots went from going all in to maximize." Brady's window, and we have spent the last three-ish years cleaning house, getting rid of contracts, and building a good staff again after all we lost. Please, to the fans listening in, please chill out and give this team a chance. The constant crying and complaining into the show gets tiring. Take a 500-foot bird's-eye view of the last eight or so years and especially the circumstances after Brady left. The Patriots are far from being in a bad position. We could be much better, yes, but we're not the Jets, we're not the commanders and we're not the Texans, et cetera.
2: Yeah, I just go back to Bill for a second. I I mean I for me, I put like I know we're talking kind of schematic evolution. Yeah. I, I also just I put so much weight on the missed drafts. Like and we talked yeah. about Keen and Asia. Like I just I think that they have messed up those drafts to epic degree. <laughs> and I think to a large degree, like what you said, overcoming it was you know, it's almost a feather in the cap of, like, hey, this is an 8-9 team with an offense that doesn't even know what they're doing out there. So, to me, I just think that that's something that I continue to harp on. It's just the, the giraffes. And if these young kids start to play, and, and you know, like William Calton, if these guys start to play and elevate, and Marcus right. Jones, and, you know, th- like, this is how you get out of the basement. Like, sure. there's not, like... Well, this offseason we bought a whole new team. We went out and just signed fifty-three free agents and we rebuilt from you know, and now we have suit like it just doesn't work that way. I mean, even the Rams who they've done that. They they you know but, hit, but they also drafted really they well. They hit on yeah. Aaron, when they have a first round pick, they pick Aaron Donald. Right. And when they're taking Flyers, they get Cooper Cup. You know, like those they just have the Patriots haven't had those picks. Right. And yeah. you know, if you've taken Gronk and Edelman out of the equation, if you took Chandler Jones and Dante Hightower out of the equation, they wouldn't have had three more Super Bowls. You know, like they drafted well in that kind of in-between period yeah. and and they it were just, able to
5: restock. It, it just last year, just all this holds such a, a weight on this team because yep. I think a big reason why, you know, we all wanted the number one wide receiver trade. Like we all wanted it. We wanted Jerry Judy. You know, I I was lukewarm on yeah. Hopkins. Some people might be higher on that type of move for at his age and others, but that move would have made sense, you know, if, that that's always the cherry on top, right? When you have everything else, like you feel like everything else is in a good enough place that you can compete at a high level, and then you drop AJ Brown in, and you drop Stephon Diggs in, and you drop uh, you know players of that caliber in. But the Patriots, because they went backwards last year, this offseason, it, it still feels like they're still building up to that point. And the 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 bummer that I think is you know to be a little bit pessimistic is that. Now the Mac Jones window it, right. on we, the rookie contract had, is closing. Yesterday.
4: We've got to figure Mac Jones out. Right. We've got to figure out at the end. You know, by the end of the season, we need, we need to know. We need to know if he's the guy. Uh, Howard writes in from Connecticut. Um, he says, "God, I hate fans like Paul and Spie. <laughs> Uh Look, I get they're entitled to their opinions, but come on, why even be a fan if that is your view of the team? Well, who said ever said Paul's a fan? Yeah, it didn't, um, didn't sound like it. I have been a fan since Jim Plunkett was the QB and view each year as new and exciting. Specific to this year, you have to believe that the O is going to be dramatically better with real coaching and an influx of talent. I'm not sure what the influx of talent is, but <laughs> anyway. Uh, D will be better with new talent and speed, and they can now contend with and contain those high-power offenses. Well, that's wait and see. Uh, I, get to, I get that they are most likely not winning or even making the AFC Championship, or Super Bowl, but you never know. I expect them to go 10-7, and 7, and with a little luck, 11-6. and 6. Games are won by a handful of plays. Last year, those plays went against the Patriots. Maybe this year, with the new talent and coaching, they bounce the Patriots' way. Who really knows, but damn, the negativity from Patriots fans is draining and sad. Look at the Jets. Haven't won anything, and he didn't use that word, since 1969, and yet their fans think every year is the year. The negative New England fans are, in my honest opinion, ridiculous <laughs> and sad. Why even bother rooting for the team? Then go root, then go root for the, another team.
5: Okay. Okay. Well, yeah. I, I I don't I wouldn't go that far because I'm not going to tell people who to root for. But I I do un, understand that the the fan base, some people in the fan base, want this to just. Be what it was, you know, with Brady overnight, and in perpetuity, know, right? Like, and just like they just that—that's just not like you said in perpetuity. Like that's not r- realistic. Like, welcome, welcome to the reality. Like this is what it's like to be a a realistic football fan. Is that your team is not we're not just talking about the waltz to the AFC championship game
4: every year. Right. I know
2: It's funny as I think of like where we are and you know, every team's in a different spot, but I just imagine like, you know, kind of where Buffalo is right now of like, you feel like, look, we got the guy, we got the pieces. You can maybe see some cracks like Vaughn Miller's coming back, but he's old. Uh, you know, you just lost the, the linebacker, you know, like, like it's, Edmonds, just, it's yeah. just, it's so hard to keep it together. And like, as much as, you know, it's just a common refrain now, well, Bill had, had Tom Brady the whole time. Like, all right, well, Tom Brady's a great quarterback, but there have been other great quarterbacks that aren't 20-year contenders consistently in, in year in and year out. And that, I think, was a testament to the drafts that they had, yeah. you know, and that, the that ability to, to continue keeping it going. And, yes, Brady is awesome and was certainly a huge part of it. But there, are, you know, look at Aaron Rodgers and the ups and downs of his careers and the bad years that he had. You know, the, Bill does deserve some of that credit, but that's there's a lot get, of That's where you get back now. Yeah, sure, get back on that train to drafting those star players. Yeah,
5: I love Buffalo. I love list- watching their fan base on Twitter and stuff like that. So the big thing in Buffalo right now is what is Dalton Kincaid? Oh, is yeah. he a oh, tight the, end? Is he a slot receiver? Salivating. Uh, I because, imagine. Because a big large part of their fan base thinks that they needed a wide receiver, Yeah, and they like drafted a slot a, guy. they drafted a tight end. But then the 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 you know the people that think they're smarter than everybody. Well, he is a <laughs> sm- slot receiver. He's just in a tight end. But it's it's just great. Yeah. It, they they're imploding from
4: the inside. Jack and says I was a fan of Detroit until the Lions extended Matt Millen's contract as general manager after Millen had just presided over the worst five years in the history of the league. In response, I did something. I became a Patriots fan. There
2: you, you
11: go,
4: go. Well, welcome to the club there you
11: go,
4: yeah, it's just it's uh, I mean that's where
2: where I was at when when things were humming here. it was just all right, you know we could just how do we get but when you've never gotten over like you started this whole dynasty run yeah. with a win, so you you already had gotten there once, so it was always just a matter of getting back, but for a team like Buffalo, where it's just like you have to get one right, like you got to yeah. get a Super Bowl with Josh allen and Every year, and even when we saw with Brady, it's like every year has it its be, own challenges and it weird stuff. Could be stuff, Dan Marino, right? Like
5: you just you just never know if you're Buffalo. Yeah, sorry, right. I, I just love making fun of Buffalo.
4: Uh, let's get to the <laughs> Ace Ticket Hotline. Eldred's on the phone. What's up, Eldred?
7: There it is. Hey fellas.
0: how y'all doing? Hey
4: Eldred, just caused a ten car crash. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? <laughs> no, I ain't no car crash yet. <laughs> uh, came came
0: close a couple times, <laughs> not yet.
4: I was driving down but, uh, 495 yesterday. and There was like a fire in the median. You know, like oh in no. the Ooh. for you know the foresty strip between the. It was like a fire Just going, going on. Nobody else there. Police out were there, there. and yeah. everything. Fire Just department. Watching. Yeah, controlled burn. Anyway, go ahead, Eldred. I'm sure you've seen your okay. things over the years.
0: I, I wanna I wanna address that uh, last emailer. A uh, wimpy uh, doing the fans because they're mad because they're losing or they wimpy and they crying. Well, hell, I'm one of them. Okay. okay. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, I've yeah. been a fan since Steve Grogan, Grogan's heroes. Irvin yeah. Pryor, Sam Bam Cunningham, all of yeah. them. Okay. You know, but but my problem is, what Evan was, t- was talking about earlier, is Bill. You know, he don't see it the way it used to be, like, like it is changing. He still thinks it's back in the 90s, and you really can't win that way. You know, you're going to need that number one guy or, you know, some talent. And then the draft, what you said you missed on Deuce, well, some of the guys that you drafted that – that you are homegrown, whatever, you didn't give them the second contract. You know, like, well, when do you coming up? Ooch. You know, there's, some, there's supposed to be some of your core. Yep. But you let them go to another team. Well, yeah, and then and when yet. you do sign them, you trade them. And that's, you know, that's the demoralizing the, the team. That's one thing that, that gets me frustrated the most with Bill, the GM part. Yeah. Coach, love him. GM, I can't stand his butt. Yeah.
5: Like, I'm with Aldridge you know. 100% on, on the 2020 draft class, guys. You finally hit on some players in the draft after such a long period of time where you had a rut. And, yeah, Josh Uche might only be like a situational-type player here. But he's our situational player. But he's fantastic <laughs> at, at his thing, right? Yeah. Like he's a, a really an, a, an elite pass rusher. Yeah, sure. He's a top-end uh, uh, talent at, at that position in that role. And Kyle Duggar, there's n- – Kyle Duggar should never wear another uniform. Like, they, you know, like exactly. Kyle, right. Kyle Duggar should be here for the, the, the next four years just like he was here for the first four. And, and those are the type of guys that you got to resign. Oh, anyway, I like, but he's a guard. So if you yeah. want to let go of the guard, then that, and that's where you're going to cut costs and I can live with it. Uh, but Duggar and Uche are two guys that you should resign. Right, and it's hard on the, on the heels hey, of yeah, the 2019 draft
2: that was, a, that was an offer.
5: Right.
7: Mm-hmm.
0: But that's that's my biggest regret with Bill. He just, you know, he think it's still back. It's him, and like I said, I'm gonna be honest with you I don't care if somebody get mad at me or not. I'm gonna add this out on the Facebook, uh, Patreon filter. If he didn't have Tom Brady, he'd be like Cleveland. He'd be out. He'd be out.
7: Well,
0: and well. I, I'm still gonna say that. All right. You know.
4: Okay. Boosting the put. All right, right Aldred. Thank you. Have thank a good one. All right, Aldred. Keep on trucking. <laughs> um.
5: Paul was out on uh, um, Bill in, like, 2016. They were hoisting the Lombardi. (laughs) Actually, that is a good question when he was out
4: on him. It's it's funny because I came in when it was already (laughs) (laughs) kind of. Paul writes in, I just thought you might find this humorous. Antonio Brown has recently purchased the local Albany Empire Arena football team. Oh, dear God. His father, Touchdown Eddie Brown, played for the Albany team 20 years ago and still lives in the area. Since purchasing the team a few months ago, he has been through three head coaches, Keep in mind, the team won the championship the last two seasons. He named his father the GM. He's been accused of stiffing the team dinner bill at a local restaurant. He was involved in an altercation with security guards at his own arena. There was a fistfight on the team bus, and he showed up uninvited at my son's local high school (laughs) to promote the team on TikTok. (laughs) Apparently, he plans to actually play for the team this weekend. Here's hoping it doesn't go any better. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Antonio Brown. What a, Where were you when they
2: signed Antonio Brown here with the Patriots? Oh. Evan? That was like a what? Th- the oh. man needs some he, therapy. Yeah. He needs. I think some, he's yeah. beyond help. I, I don't, I'm don't. worried mean, about
7: John
5: Morant in the same
4: way. <laughs> you got to just put the guns away, man. What
7: the hell is going
4: on? Quick game. Where did I go to college? P- Patriots version. Ray Agnew.
5: Ray Agnew. Way before my time. Uh, Wake Forest.
4: North Carolina no. State. Okay, close enough. Uh, Max conference. Lane. Max Come on now. Lane. He didn't finish. Iowa? I don't know. Navy. Oh. Uh, Bobby uh, Hamilton. No? Uh, Paul's not S- here. S- Southern Miss. <laughs> <laughs> so all right, a little, little bit more recent. Heath Evans. Oh. Oh, Clemson? A- Auburn. 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 Matthew Slater. UCLA. Okay, and then one more old guy, but maybe, you know, gr- Steve Grogan. Oh. Is that like a weird one? Like, no, no, no. Kansas State, Kansas State.
2: No, I should have known that one.
4: I knew that. Bad yep.
2: deuce, bad deuce.
4: Um, let's see. Jake writes in from Australia. Uh, G'day, mate. Trust us to lose two days of OTAs for reasons that aren't available yet. But since then, they've come out. Just wondering uh, if now O'Brien is in, whom we trust to save us. Do we know now? Say that Bill O'Brien. In Bill O'Brien, we trust, or in Teapot, we trust. <laughs> as we can't say Bill because that gives us it gives too much credit to BB. Okay, yeah. so he's so. In other words, what do? How do we phrase it? Oh, I don't know.
2: Yeah. I just want to see some wins. I want to see some wins over some good teams, and you know, like I don't, I don't care. I'll give credit afterwards. Yeah. I mean, if the offense is all of a sudden like lighting it up, I'll be like in Bill O'Brien, we trust. But. If it's still kind of the same thing and the defense is shutting them down and then it's opportunistic at the end and pull it out like an old-fashioned, then all right, then Bill we be
4: trusted. Uh, also, I'm expecting my second child in the next couple of weeks, and we're stuck for names. Any suggestions oh. from the legends on board today?
2: <laughs> I don't know. Naming kids is tough. Well,
4: <laughs> don't, don't name your kid a name for like a child name. You know what I mean? Like Cody. And like, Cody. And we had a lot of Cody's fans. No, I know, but like, like, poor you know, Cody like, Davis, like, <laughs> assume, what about assume, assume that your child's going to become a man <laughs> or yeah. a woman someday. And don't name, <laughs> well, that's like you don't go, name them something that only applies to a kid in grade school. You just go straight to Jack, you know, there are a lot yeah. of that's like,
7: he's yeah, Jack, name. and he's
4: like a four year old. Give him a Jack. name that he can live with.
2: I, I mean, my kids are Tyson and Campbell. We wanted things that weren't like very common, but weren't like really off the beaten path. So, you know, fair, like we went with American food companies for whatever reason. Oh, okay. but, <laughs>
5: But uh, I do call him Campbell Soup. You, well, you got I <laughs> pretty, know well, that's pretty a soupy. Uh, I didn't think it like I'm not going to call him like Tyson, Tyson, chicken, Tyson Chicken Fingers, Tyson like, Chicken. Yeah, like chicken? A, yeah, yeah, Chicken. Yeah, yeah. You got a new Jason in your life. <laughs> we have a Jason. Yeah, yeah. I uh, so my sister's name is Jackie and her husband's name is James. Congratulations to to the parents. Six pounds, six ounces, uh, twenty inches long, 66. Lot, which is so uh, he's he's built like my. My uh, sister's husband's family. So like we, are not, we are not skinny and <laughs> tall people. <laughs> and so. I, think,
4: I think there's something to be said about naming your kid somebody from your family. Yeah, you know, like yeah, giving honor to somebody. Yeah, so who, Jason's you know, named
5: after my great uncle
4: Jerry. Yeah, and I, I think there's something to uh, that's that. Nice. Yeah, and then I'm his
5: Jerry? his name middle name is Carter, um, which is after James's mother. You know, but so I'm gonna name our she, daughter Zoe because she's gonna be a free spirit. Like <laughs> <laughs> She's also going to be a woman. <laughs> <sunscreen. laughs>
4: you
2: know, you got to get a Fre- some more Freds. We need some little Freds out there. Yeah, there are a well, lot of little Freddies out, out
4: there, I, there Yeah, it, Fred's you the know? guy next door. I think it's door. coming around. Yeah, um, I, I can understand why someone wouldn't name their But that'd be cute. Fred. I feel like
2: it's coming Like, you know, now you'd see a little baby. Well, what's his name? This is Freddie.
4: Oh, I, I don't know. Yeah. Like, you know, there's like Gertrudes and things my, like yeah. that. My, par- that when my mother wouldn't around. let any of my friends call me Freddie. No? No. He had no. to be Frederick. Yeah.
5: Yeah. So, yeah, Jason... Jackie James, so they kept with the J's, which I I like. Oh, we're still going with this. I I, I pushed Julian. <laughs> I, I wanted Julian. Didn't get that. <laughs>
4: we're still driving to... <laughs> And then there's a J. <laughs> <And> then, <yeah. laughs> Too many J's. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I some of those fans they have like ten kids and every kid's first letter is <sighs> the same. Uh, like, you're like the Kardashians. Uh, yeah. kind of uh, all uh, Bobby, <laughs> Billy, blah, Duh. blah, blah, yeah. blah, 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 Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's
2: the well, that's the um, the the Goodwill Hunting thing. Oh well, yeah. yeah. Bobby Bickey Bickey. All right. Uh, the other one good one is in Ted with the uh, trying to name yeah, the Boston girls. With the
5: suit. Yeah. Is it two names? <laughs> yeah. That's my other favorite. Yeah.
4: <laughs> All right. Anyway, um, one more email. Spee again. He says, I'm so sorry that deludedly positive emailer is having such a bad day. <laughs> the hate is mutual. Listener on listener <laughs> crime is a cherished tradition. Oh, there it is. We love it. We do love it. All right. We're going to wrap it up for this Memorial Day weekend yeah. show. Catch 22. Hope everybody has a good weekend. Catch 22 is coming up at their regular time because we lost an OTA. So Alex is here. Uh, they will dive into more J names uh, <laughs> on the next show. So uh, stay tuned for Catch-22 right now.
9: Thank you for downloading this podcast. Subscribe on Apple, Google Play, and everywhere else you listen.